Bomb Podcast. I'm your host, Larry Williams, a.k.a. Ray Squared, a.k.a. Ray. Uh, with me today is Benny. Yo. Desi D. Mama. <laughs> Movie Guru, a.k.a. Yeah. Josh. Uh-huh. And Chino, the guest. Hey, what's going on, people? Okay, before we get into the hardcore details, let's get into what Tino is all about. What are you all about, Tino? Well, I mean, first and foremost, I am the executive editor for thegamerbuzz.com. We are an up-and-coming website that are continuously breaking records every day from views to uh, contributions and you know, advertising, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, what, we're, what we're all about is bringing the gamers, you know, what they really want to see. And, um, you know, between news, previews, reviews, um, you know, whatever you want to see, we're going to have it. And, uh, you know, like I said, we're, we're growing, you know, insanely fast. So, I mean, just in one day alone, we went from having four Facebook friends or followers to over a hundred. Holy shit, man. It seems like your site's gaining popularity every fucking day. Um, it seems like some, something that a lot of gamers would like to be a part of. You know, um, have you been getting any um, requests? Anybody trying to join up with you? Absolutely, absolutely. We're actually getting uh, a lot of my IGNers in. You know, trying to submit their work, and uh, they're going to have to get it through me. And if they want, if they want uh, to set, um, you know, set themselves up for success, then what they need to do is they need to come up with a blog in an article format and give me an email, provide me with the link, and I will be sure to look at it. Um, do you mind giving out your email right now, or you just tell them to check out the website and get your email uh, from them? No, they can uh, they can email me at tino t i n o dot garza that's g a r z as in zebra a at thegamerbuzz dot com. So that right there, you know, Ray tells you something. When we got our own, you know, email. Yeah, that's your fucking legit. Um, if you didn't know that Tino is actually related to Benny. Gaza, if y'all didn't know. And Not I, by choice, though. Tino's brother. <laughs> Not by choice. <laughs> Not by choice. Well, I, I used to say that, that Tino was Benny's brother, but uh, Tino didn't like that before, so I had to switch it around there. Exactly, because I was born first. Yeah, I hate when people do that. You look just like your brother. I'm like, bitch, no, I do not. My brother <laughs> looks like me. <laughs> but anyways... Um, yeah, it's an older well, brother dilemma. If anybody says that me and Benny look alike, then they need to go get their eyes checked. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Hey, Tino, you tell me that you're working on something special, like the gamers out with Is that right? Yeah, that's right. And uh, essentially what it is is every gamer's hopes and dreams in one online store. And uh, what it's going to... What it's going to be about is the lowest prices of new and used games anywhere with a um, price match guarantee, but it has to be from a legitimate retailer. I don't want to see a blog post or a, or a, a, 
or a Craigslist ad. Uh, there's no shipping, whether you buy one game or 200 pounds worth of stuff. There's no taxes, except for in Texas, because that's where we're based out of. So sorry for all you cowboys out there. 30 days guaranteed. And you also get an exclusive discount if you are a Facebook and Twitter follower. All right. All games ship the next business day. It's free, like I said, to all to the United States except for Texas. And we even conduct weekly market surveys to ensure that we have the best prices. All right. And what you can get there is uh, all the big platform games. All right. Sorry, we're not carrying Atari, uh, including PC and Mac. Games and accessories. No. We'll be relaunching uh, the 28th of January. Oh, nice. So, okay, um, now we're going ahead to what we're playing. first right now I mean again I know I'm killing the listeners with the same thing but I'm still pretty poor um, we'll be talking about it later but I did play the Dead Space 2 demo that's really awesome like I said we'll get to that uh, a little bit of a little bit of Planet 2 that's really good but I mean other than that I mean it's just I didn't go back on Tyson Beach that was great so do you recommend a little bit Planet 2 I gotta say, when I played it, I was just really not in the mood, and I was actually kind of disappointed by what I saw. It looked very similar to the first game, and, and to be honest, I wasn't... I really liked the first game. It was really fun, but it kind of got repetitive, and I didn't like the controls. And this game was definitely reminiscent of that. I, For me, at at the time, I'm kind of bitter on it, but, I mean, I need to just uh, download the demo and decide for yourself. Okay, you heard it first from Benny. Um, is that are you playing, Benny? Yeah, for right now, yeah. Desmond, where are you playing? Uh, I thought I was going last. Um, right now I'm currently playing DC Universe Online. Yeah, how's that nice. good for you? Um, the experience is way better than the beta. Um, each, um, it looks like right now that I'm playing with not only console players, but I'm also playing with PC players also. Okay, and uh, is it worth the fifteen dollars a month? Ask me that next week. <laughs> um, um, but right now, I would say right now they're offering fifteen dollars um, monthly and two hundred dollars lifetime for PC so, only. Though, um, no, PC only for the lifetime. Yeah, because yeah. they I thought they was off because the last time I checked, they was offering um. PlayStation users that also. Uh, the, I was listening to Beyond this week, and they said that it's still only for the PC. They they're talking about doing something for the PS3, but they haven't said anything about it yet. So that was as of Thursday. Well, they better hurry up and do something because um, I don't want to be paying fifteen bucks a month. I already got enough bills piled on my ass already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel but, you. But um, 
so far the game is good. Um, I'm just pl- currently playing levels that I already played on um, during the beta. So I'm not seeing anything different. Um, I'm seeing things different from the beta um, that they changed a lot. Like now there's different servers for people, so it won't be all one server. So it won't be overcrowded. Um, the, the question that everybody wants to ask right now is, is the game still broken? Does it still freeze on you every now and then? Does it crash? What's going on? Yes, it will freeze on you every now and then. Only um, I've been playing for about a week, and it only froze once, and that was about three hours ago. Mm. And it, was that, it was one, and it was not even during a mission, which I was glad about. So I was I was froze, traveling, just traveling around. Okay. Now I have been hearing, but I have been hearing complaints that people have been being frozen mid game, like during a mission or on a um, on a raid. Or like a task force sort of mission with other people, where it froze around that time. But other than that, for me, only got only got froze out traveling around the city, exploring like see what like see what's open. Okay. Pretty much. Okay. Um. So like final verdict, will you like? I know you can't like judge it just by playing it for a little bit, but like, what's your final verdict right now? Right now, I'm on um. I'm pissed that I still can't be a Green Lantern. All right? I can't stress that enough. <laughs> I can work with them, but I can't be one. Well, that's some old bullshit. Um, I'll say final verdict. Um, get it to test it out. You get 30 days free. So even though you wait, no, 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 since you have to buy the game. <laughs> yeah, man, fifty dollars just to try it out. I'm like, oh, I don't like this game, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to, to stop thinking about that for a minute. It's fun. It's Blockbuster. Blockbuster. When um, you still, um, when you buy the game, you get your own individual code. You um, get your input. So it, when the game is on, it'll be registered to your console. So I, I can see why it can, the DCU cannot be rented. So I guess you can't trade it in then either, huh? That's weak. I think if you do trade it in, you still have it registered on your console. I guess they'll just have to. Um, you'll just have um, another user will have to buy another code. Because that's what I did when I um, bought City of Heroes. I bought somebody else's copy, and I just had all I had to buy was a uh, another input code for my uh, PC. Is there any other games you're playing right now? Besides DCU? Yep. I'm waiting for Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Okay, man. That sounds exciting. Okay, um, moving on. Um, Josh, what are you playing, man? Uh, right now, I'm playing through Mass Effect for the third time. This time, I'm playing on Insanity as a female Shepard for the first time. Um, I'm also still on Need for Speed. Going back and taking any times that anybody might beat me on, but that's a rarity still. And I still basically have all the top times on my friends list on there. Um, I'll run through the other. I I beat the Saboteur, Assassin's Creed, Singularity, um, Uncharted 2, and Case West, Dead Rising 2 Case West. 
since the last time we talked. So um, I've been pretty busy with my gaming here. Okay, what do you think of Case West? Is it worth the money to pay for? Uh, it depends. If you like Dead Rising 2, then yeah, pick it up. But it's, it, well, especially if you like Dead Rising 2 and you plan on getting Dead Rising 3, there's a pretty big plot point in there. So definitely pick it up for that. And it's basically the same gameplay, everything else. It's just a continuation from Dead Rising 2. Okay, does it um, explain anything that happens to Frank West after the first game, since he's in it? Uh, no. Really? But, no, like, not at all. And uh, actually, he is kind of a dick in it. Like, especially at first, he, he kind of warms up to... Um, Chuck? That's Chuck, yeah, Chuck, throughout the game, but... One, it, it's not all that long. It can, you probably beat it in like two hours. Okay. And two, it's uh, like at first he doesn't really trust them because like if if you play Dead Rising two, it's not a this isn't a spoiler, but like right from the beginning of the game, Chuck is set up that he was uh, he was the cause of the outbreak in Dead Rising two. That was in the the story. That's how. It, and it was broadcast on the news and everything. So since it's picking up where Dead Rising 2 left off, Frank still thinks that Chuck is going to cause it. And so that's what that's how that's going. Okay. But he acts like a, a dick in general, which is not like him if you played the first one. Yeah, it's just you have to go help people and shit, save them, rescue them. It's not only that, it's just his general personality. Even before he knows that he has to go help people, he's just, he's not a dick. He's a pretty nice guy. Like, how how long did um was the time lapse from the first game to now? I want to say two years. Okay. Yeah, people could change in a little bit, two years, but... Um, yeah. So completely, it's a um, try it if you like the second game. Yeah. Okay. Um, Tino, what are you playing? I just well, more, I just want to say, play Singularity. It's a fucking <laughs> awesome game. Yes, I heard that was very underrated. Yes, it's so good. It's one of the best games from last year. Easily, I'm not sure if I put it up in front of Need for Speed and Dead Rising 2, which were my two and three games of the year. But it's right up there. It, it, it's so good. Okay, um, Tino, where are you playing? Well, before uh, before I get in on that, uh, remind me, Des, or I'm sorry, uh, Ray, to uh, interrupt um, Josh during his movie segment. I'm just throwing that out there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, don't worry, uh, we'll talk about it. Don't, don't, so, it's hey, Josh, Josh, is it is it my turn? Yeah. <laughs> so I can, I can go now, right? Yeah. All right, cool, cool. All in good fun, listeners, all in good fun. Um, Actually, the, this past week, I have just been uh, consumed by, by the website. You know, I've been playing editor, <laughs> what I've been doing, but uh, what I'm really playing, I'm playing the waiting game because I get Dead Space 2 days early in order for me to review it. Lucky bastard. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
So that's what I'm doing. Okay, I can respect that. Okay, um, for me, for what I'm playing, you done, you done, right, Tino? You done? Yes. <laughs> okay. All in good fun. <laughs> All in good fun, listeners. All in good fun. But um, what I'm playing is shit, man. I've been doing lots of gaming over the winter break. Shit. Um, I've been a real busy boy. Um, I played Fable Three, beat it, hated it. Absolutely oh, horrible yeah. game. It had good. I like the um. Stylized. Let's, on, let, let's just be on the record. Ray is officially dead to me. I'm dead. I'm sure you get behind me on that. Hey, hey, let's also get this on the record. I bought that game. I put it in. I played two hours of it, and I took that some bitch back and said it was broken. <laughs> <laughs> what game was this again? Fable Three. Fable Three. <laughs> <laughs> You better watch out. Because <laughs> there's two things that I can't stand. All right, I can't say one of them because it could be offensive to midgets, and two is liars. Yeah, he lies a lot, man. He's he's famous for that. He's infamous for that. I, I don't. I don't know if it's so much as lying. I think it's probably overpromising, and I know that his excitement definitely gets the better of him. It's he's yeah. famous for his overexcitement, and so literally, like you, he's yeah, he's like, famous for touting things that will be in games that don't end up making the final cut. Yeah, that's lying to me. Really, like that's one lying. of the big things lying, that, just, that I want was the ability to build up your weapon and then auction it off. You can build you know, up so would you say that he implies? Yeah, exactly. You know. Okay, so he implies, but that you know, you cut out M, and it still lies. Oh yeah. Well, kind of, because it was it was meant to be in there, but they couldn't make it work. Well, Josh, I meant to give you a million dollars, but you know things just didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, I think that's very different from lying, though. So, you know, are you going to throw $60 at me for that? No. Well, I mean, I think the game was not bad. Dude, it was it was absolutely horrible, dude. Um, I like the stylized graphics, but I felt like I was still playing Fable 1. I like, I like, I like the Fable 3. I just never played 1 or 2 to actually give them, like, to say, oh, 3 was bad. I don't like, I don't like number 3. I need to get rid of it, so... You know, for me, being a first-time Xbox user, and this is the first game I got on my Xbox, I have to say Fable 3 is good. I, it, it made me feel like I was playing, you know, a, a a upgraded, really long expansion pack. Yes, absolutely. It, I felt like nothing really changed. Like, the combat was the same. Oh, except the magic. They upgraded magic, but the magic didn't really need upgrading. It was really okay in Fable 2. Uh-huh. I, I like the older. I like the. I like Fable 2's version of it better. I could. I can use multiple spells. I could, you know, really be creative in my uh, in my combat. You know, whereas this, it was like, all right, you get this or you don't get anything at all, and it's like, great, thank you very much. But at least I got the cat. I had a dog that was absolutely worthless. You know, I found the freaking treasure boxes before that dog was. You know, he was out in the field sniffing his butt. <laughs> Yeah, man, it has like that treasure icon on top of his head, and just kept on going in circles. I'm like, show me the fucking treasure already. I'm following you. 
Like, they yeah. need to um, really upgrade that. He didn't even really help me in combat. They said, like, your dog will help you once you knock down enemies. I'm like, the dog just standing down over there with his tail between his legs. Absolutely. Um, I was like, you know what? I wish I could port the freaking dog from uh, uh, Dragon Age. That guy was a beast. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, no, at, least was, at least the guy was worth something, whereas this one, it's like, great. Thank you. Thank you for the wasted coding, you know, lion's head. Yeah, man, I absolutely did not enjoy the game. The game was, like, I don't know, six hours long? Come on now, you going to make me pay sixty-five, sixty-nine, including the tax here in Washington, for that game? And all I get is six hours? No, thank you. Oh, no, oh, no, Ray, there's, there's a lot of side quests. Oh, crappy side quests. <laughs> yeah, exactly my I point. I, I haven't played it since, like, November, but I played it for, like, 10 hours, and I didn't even make it halfway through the game. So, because I was playing all the side quests, and I was playing a lot of, like, doing a lot of, like, the the pie-making and stuff like that to build well, money. Well, like, I hate the pie-making when it's so boring. Wait, wait and, like... Yeah, I, it's mostly the music one, the loop playing. I was playing the loop. I was doing that also, but to make the game longer, they forced you to do side quests. They forced you to do it to get followers. Don't you remember yeah. that part? And, like, the game was still short after they made me do a couple of side quests. I'm like, they really was bullshitting off the asses making this game. Well, you know, I know I got I to gotta get off this dog, but if you would let the dog do his job, it turns into, like, a 45-hour game because, you know, it takes him so long <laughs> to do anything. You know, but if you, you know... Actually, see the treasure chest, or hey, you just happen to you know you just happen upon the the dig spot. It's really about a six to ten hour game. Yeah. <laughs> you could, you could probably play that for just. Yeah, I, I did hear people saying that the dog would say that there's a dig spot and then he wouldn't go to it. So it's like he just kept barking, and it's showing there's a dig spot, but you could never find it because he wouldn't go there to tell you where it was. Thank God I borrowed that game from my friend, and I'm a fast player. Um, but anyways, the next game I was playing, um, um, Bayonetta, that game's hardcore. Um, Platinum Games is like now one of my favorite developers for make, uh, making that game. The combat's great. The story's confusing, but still good. Um, also, they have like nods to the game that Mikami used to um, work on, like Resident Evil 4, uh, Beautiful Joe. Um, I think Okami also, but yeah, that game was wonderful. Also, I played Vanquish. That game is great. I didn't have many nods. I didn't see no nods to that game, but it's really uptight Japanese um, brawler shooter. It's just really over the top. If you like anime, Japanese culture, anything, I suggest you get this game. Um, the next game I was playing, Halo Reach. I, you know, I'm always playing that. I'm always on there. Um, um, I picked up a new shooter called Battlefield by Company 2. The multiplayer is great. I recommend that over Call of Duty Black Ops, especially if you don't like um, lag that much, because lag doesn't really matter as much as it does in Call of Duty. Um, also picked up, let's see, let's see, um, yeah, Mass Effect 2. My friend got it for me for my birthday. Um, that game's really great. The graphics great. The story's great. But um, one complaint: it's less of an RPG than Mass Effect One was. You know, oh, yeah, you can't change your armor. Well, you can change your armor, but uh, you can change the color and all that shit. But it doesn't affect your stats at all. 
really. And you don't, you like, the, you can't get new weapons. Well, you can find weapons when they're, like, on the ground, like, some special weapons and to look for. it. You can't buy weapons. You can't buy new suits. Everybody wears the same clothes throughout the game. And one thing, one thing, why the fuck would Garrus keep on his armor when it's fucked up like that? Why? You're the, you're the he, only one that's worried about that. Yeah, you know, actually, it's because, you know, it's like he's battle-hardened. I was like, look, I got all this damage on me. And I'm still not dead, so try to fuck with me, and you're gonna get cat. But here's but here's the thing. Here's a little research I did. I was um, writing on a post on Mass Effect on like different relationships you can have. Garrus can Garrus do changes his clothes, but only if you pick female Shepard and that you and you want to see Garrus in actual clothes, you'll get um, a different looking Garrus. Okay, okay, I feel that, feel that. And plus, when you complete his loyalty mission, but he still has the battle scars on his armor. Um, let's see. Um, the game's great, though. That's my only problem is like making more of an RPG. That's like one of my problems right now. Russian RPGs is making um, JRPG JRPGs seem bad here in America because it caters to us. Like, I it doesn't have no RPG elements. The only RPG elements I see is when you level up. And um, upgrade your biotic, your shooting powers, whatever. That's like the only RPG element I see. You know, I think I think part of that is the market. You know, right now, what's big is shooters. You know, so essentially, yeah. what they turned Mass Effect Two into is a cross between a Western RPG and a shooter, like an over-the-shoulder shooter. Yeah, it's much closer to what uh, Borderlands was. Only it's third person. Yeah. But it's more for sure than RPG now. Yep. That's what's selling, man. I don't consider it RPG. In this, I'm sorry, but like I like Bioware. I like the games they produce, but I think that's ruining RPGs in general for us because like people are getting spoiled off of this and won't be able, like, and don't go back to JRPGs because they're turn-based and they like live action. You know what I'm saying? Real time. Yeah, yeah, people, well, people are getting impatient. Well, I love RPGs. They're by far my favorite. And I haven't played a JRPG basically since Final Fantasy VIII. That's the last JRPG that I completed. I played most of Final Fantasy IX, but then I lost the fourth disc, and I was just like, I went to college and I didn't really care. But I didn't really play... Uh, Play a little bit of Final Fantasy X, a little bit of Final Fantasy XIII, but barely in an hour in either one of those. Yeah. Ben, Benny can attest to this. I am an extremely, extremely, you know, devoted RPG fanboy. I absolutely love it. And you know what's come out lately that has been worth anything? I would have to say Tales of Vesperia. You know that was a fantastic game, and Josh, I recommend it if you got an art. RPG itch, but where are they? I just don't, I don't you like know, they're, 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 calling, they're calling Mass Effect Two an RPG when I can't even upgrade anything. I don't I don't understand that. Exactly. That, doesn't, that doesn't sit well with me. Exactly. You know. Exactly. Uh, you know, here recently I was playing a Costume Quest, which I absolutely would and recommend. That's a I got good every single achievement. You know, I I love being able to explore and look under every nook and cranny, turning over rocks, 
and getting the ultimate armor, getting the ultimate weapons, and just, you know, rolling over my enemies. I think, I think Constant, before oh, we Constant Quest. this extend, we should see how other games go in the truth. Because, like, um, Fallout New Vegas, that's basically the same RPG system as uh, Fallout 3. So that hasn't done anything to change what it, RPGs are. Um, Dragon Age was... Uh, uh, had a lot of RPG elements. Yes, it did. And Dragon Age 2 will be coming out in uh, about a month and a half, or two, in about two months here. So we'll see what Bioware does with that. See if Bioware strips out the RPA, RPG elements in that, too. And yeah. then maybe we can talk about them changing the landscape of the RPGs to make them less RPG-like. Yeah, I think yeah. I think the main the people that's going out and like ruining the most is like Bioware, Obsidian, and but that's the you know that's those are main people that I'm keeping my eye on, see what they're doing. Um, but yeah, um, moving on. Well, they, it's just you don't like that kind of RPG thing because I mean, this is the only title that Bioware has really done that with. Uh, the RPG. There's still there's a ton of RPG elements in the first Mass Effect. There's a ton of it in both the uh, Fallout games on the uh, both current gen Fallout games, Oblivion. Like, all all the other Western games are full of RPG elements. They're just not the same as the JRPGs. Yeah, but well, you know what? You know what they? You know what? Let me let me add this in here real quick. I'm sorry, Ray, but I gotta my <laughs> voice has to be heard, right? If if they want to get my nerdgasm on, Sony needs to either shit or get off the pot and come out with a Final Fantasy VII remake, you know, with a foundation of Crisis Core. Thank you. Why would you... Okay, this is getting off topic a little bit, but I'm just going to emphasize a little bit more on that. Why would you motherfuckers do a tech fucking demo with the PS3, putting in new graphics, Final Fantasy VII, and not come out with a game for it. Also, you oh. gonna make. Also, you gonna make prequels to the game. Also, you gonna make a sequel to the game by making a movie. Also, you gonna make another sequel to the game by making another game with Vincent. What the fuck's your yep. problems? What the I got it, man. You you really want to know, Ray? What? All right. It's because they don't like money. <laughs> that's it. That's simple. Because it, I know that I would buy it. You know, I would buy it, and every you know human on the planet that loves Final Fantasy would buy it. But they don't like money, dude. They don't. I mean, think about it, man. They don't even have to come up with a story. Yeah, it, it, it's Square Enix. That should say enough. All the bad decisions that they've made, that should say enough. <laughs> I would definitely buy it and play it. I, I think you're totally. I think they should actually come out and say, yes, we are working on bringing uh, Final Fantasy VII to the PS3, or no, we are not. No, but it's instead, completely out of the question. You know, instead, they want to. Although they, they said know, they're, they're they're Final Fantasy games with joke. Oh yeah, like, um, yeah, Final Fantasy Thirteen was hell linear. Can't you, can't you remember back in the old days playing Final Fantasy VII? What was the most fun part for you? Going out of town, searching, finding Yuffie, finding Vincent, you know, all this other stuff, finding monsters, what have you. 
Like, I I don't find no fun not going to any towns, like seeing towns in the background while I'm going on the linear path down a corridor fighting, like, a bunch of monsters. I don't see the fun in that. I, I, I will I'll, say that go the Final Fantasy VII was pretty damn linear. Up until at least the first disc was definitely completely linear. You, oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah. You had to move forward, and you couldn't really go back at all. And even if you didn't go back, there was nothing to go back to. The side missions didn't start until you got the blimp. So okay, fair yeah. enough. But you know what? You know what Final Fantasy did? It emotionally connected you to a video. Oh yeah, game. yeah, definitely. You know, I cannot, I cannot even put into words the hate that I felt and fear that I had for Sephiroth when I came out of the town and I saw the basilisk. You know, on a freaking pike, I knew I was messing with something godlike, and you saw yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. You know, games exactly. nowadays. You know, games nowadays. They do not emotionally connect you. They entertain you. I'm tired of being entertained. I want to be inspired. Inspire me. I don't. Braid. Braid to me. Kind of. I have a connection to that game personally. I. For those who have listened to the podcast, I have showed or expressed my love for that game. I think those games do exist nowadays. Personally, what? I... Huh? What game was you talking about, Benny? Braid. Oh, Braid. For, oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you, man, because oh. I, I felt that I had to hurry and get there because of what that, did, that, that, that video game did to me. You know, you know what, you know what. The reason why that you still have these emotions with Bray is because the indie developers, the indie developers. You can still find the emotion, all these characters that you will love in the indie games. The uh, major companies are just worried about money and sales. That's all they're worried about. Well, that guy, that guy, like uh, Jonathan. Uh, Mass Effect right. has emotional uh, attachment to it. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. It, oh, you're, you. Josh, you must be talking about uh, having relations with your uh, squad. <laughs> no, I'm not actually. That's part of it, but I'm talking about just in general. Can you commit? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Miranda, I love you. <laughs> can, can you can you commit Ray too? Or if you could, Josh would find out. But the thing is, though, I um when I'm playing um Mass Effect, I actually. Besides the relationships, I actually do care about all the um, all the people that's on my crew if they live or die. And if they die, I'm like, I'm pissed that I couldn't like lose do something to save them. Well, like in Fable Three, um, this is going to a different game. In Fable Three, it's like you have this dilemma: um, are you gonna become evil or good to save your people? It gives you a list of, it gives you on top of the counter, like, oh, how many people are you gonna save and how many how many people are gonna die? Like. So, oh, 60 million people gonna die. I'm like, oh, I don't feel connected to these people. Fuck them, you know. Since I don't know the game was totally crap, you know, you don't feel connected to the people at all. So um, the, game, the games you just lose an emotion. Period. That's what I feel. I I, I yeah. would say something about one of the decision, decisions I made in Mass Effect 2, but I don't want to put any spoilers. But okay, well then I will I, I will jump in. And I will defend I, you. I wanted to do something based on what I thought one of the characters, how I thought one of the characters would react to it. Because you wanted to sleep with her. Yes. Oh. <laughs> no. Ray, Ray, Ray. Ray. Uh, PG, Ray. 
Yeah, well, Josh doesn't rape anyone. He has ninja sex. That's what it is. <laughs> so, you know, ladies out there, you better watch out because there's a ninja sex prowler on the loose. I don't know if you ninja's really necessary. I would say more like Hollow Man. I don't know if you guys see that movie. Oh, oh, you're talking about surprise. Oh, surprise sex is a totally different thing. <laughs> you have to have thermal goggles, wear them 24-7. I don't know how, but do it. You know, you can call it a number of things. You know, it's it's, it's surprise sex, it's uh, premonition sex, it's future sex. You know, I mean... It's called, it's hey. called The Entity, people. Go watch it. Has anyone seen that movie here? No. It's a, it's a movie? movie? Yeah, okay, the, a ghost in that movie rapes a woman. Hmm. What movie? Yeah, okay. Oh, Hollow right. Man. All right, uh, Ray, are we going to move on? You mean this thing with... Um, okay. This is everybody. going way off topic now. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, um, moving on. Now we're going to move on to... Okay, moving on to news stories. <laughs> Now has a web series. Um, the guy that um, directed it directed the um, the trailer that y'all saw. Oh, you're in 2010. Is now being contracted by WB, I think, um, to do a 10 episode web series. What do you think about that, Benny? I mean, have 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 they not started yet, or do we actually have like at least no episode? No, we they have not started yet. I mean, film, filming begins in February. Oh, filming. Okay, I was thinking it was like something to pimp the game. Okay. No, it's a uh, complete different thing. And Michael Jai White is returning as Jax. But nobody else has been confirmed to. Um, no, so Jax is. Does this have no relation <laughs> to that little uh, short they released? That you no, it does. It does. Um, Michael Jai White, the guy that was played Jax in the short. Is going to be torn. Oh, okay. Return. Okay. I thought we, you were talking about the old school, like the second movie. Isn't he also the guy who played Urkel? Play what? Urkel? No, he's the guy that played no. Urkel. That's racist, John. Dude. That's racist, man. Dude, what racist. they spawned. Right? I thought his name was Michael White. Or <laughs> no, it's like White. Jal- Jaleel, Jaleel White, White or something like that. Yeah. Don't worry. I got, I got Michael. I got Michael's cell phone number. I'm texting him right now. <laughs> Speaking of ninja sex, you better watch out, Josh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, from what I heard, that um, it hasn't been confirmed yet that any of the actors in the trailer is going to return. But I would like to see that Scorpion guy return. But um, yeah, that's I thought it. the dude who played Luke, um, Johnny Cage was good. Uh, no, I was talking about in the uh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I just want the Scorpion guy in there. I really hope nothing else is in there. What about the director? Is he coming back? Yeah, I think so. I think they con- contracted him, but they're gonna have writers for it. The people that did it. Um, um, let's see, let's see. I forgot. Um, the people that did Doctor Horrible. I don't know if you're familiar with that. And the people. Fuck, it's on the tip of my tongue. Forget about it. Um, 
But yeah, um, Desmond, how do you feel about this? Are you excited for it or what? Um, actually, this no. is the first time I'm hearing about. This is the first time I'm hearing about it. Really? So yeah, so I didn't know. I didn't. I thought it was just gonna when you first said it. I thought it was gonna just be animation web shorts. I didn't know it was gonna be live action web shorts. Nobody. So, so I, I guess until I see something, until I see until I see something, I'm not excited for it. Well, you seen the trailer, so yeah, I seen the mock movie trailer. I thought it was just I thought it was just um, like a a little short so we can see a, a future movie. If this was just the hype up the game, then I, I'm, I'm still not. Oh, this is not hyping up. The, this is not hyping up the game. This is not um, connected to the upcoming game in any way except the characters and the name and the franchise. <laughs> that's all. That's all. Wow. Yeah. So no relation to the game. No, not at all. But yeah, no, I, don't, I don't even think of Mortal Kombat when you say Mortal Kombat and the characters. But yeah, man. Um, I don't think it's just going. It, it's a ploy to get the um, get the game more with again the game more following. So you know, I think it's a thing of its own. Huh. So, um, Josh, how you feel? How you feel about this? Um, I don't really care. Um, I I never get into web-based stuff or anything like that. The the web comics, web anything really. And I'm not a big fan of the fighting genre. When it comes to fighting, I've always preferred Mortal Kombat, but I really wasn't a huge fan of it either way. So it's just, not going to be anything that I watch. Just as like his victims fighting back. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Tino, how do you feel about this? Guys, why would well, I want to pick guys? Josh. May lead you did it again, man. Josh, don't That's the second time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> is this, Josh, is this how you treat all your guests? No, don't you put like, Josh off. Are you going to hear a knock on your door? <laughs> you won't see nothing though. If you're lucky. Hey, that's okay, because I'm there. Hey, that's, that's quite all right, because I'm a card-carrying member of the NRA. <laughs> how would you let him? Because he's invisible. If you heard our other podcast, remember, his yeah, superpower is invisibility. Don't, don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't worry, man. I got a home security system, all 45 calibers of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. And I got special bullets. I got special special ones for uh for ninjas. They're called hollow points. Yeah. So how do I feel about Mortal Kombat? Well, you know, to be perfectly honest with you, I grew up with the game and the series, and um, I'm definitely interested with it. And I know that uh, you know, fans of the of the series would definitely be interested in hearing about it. So I mean, this is something that we're gonna promote. Badass. Yeah, I'm excited myself. I know. I know when I saw the. I know when I saw that rebirth trailer. I was excited. You know, I saw this, and this was substance. It wasn't an idea. You know, and then they had you know legitimate actors and it, Michael Dyweek. He, yeah. You know, if, if Chris Nolan or yeah, if Christopher Nolan backs him up to be in his in his movies. You know, and this guy's on YouTube with him with a Mortal Kombat. And he's that. You know, he's actually convincing. And you know, definitely, my interest is definitely peculiar. Yeah, and like he's a big actor, just like Benny just mentioned. He was a Spawn. He's in lots of major different movies. Um, he was just in um, this 
this funny black exploitation movie called Black Dynamite. Absolutely hilarious. Check him out. Um, Dynamite. Oh, my God. Is he Black Dynamite? Yes, he is. Oh, my God. I'm still watching that movie. <laughs> it's on that. <laughs> Check it out, folks. Black Dynamite on Netflix. I was, I, know I, was my... interested, I was interested in that movie but because it was kind of, like, campy and kind of, like, well, the old school black equivalent of um, Machete. Mm-hmm. It, it looks really cool, dude. It's like Every time... Or go ahead. Every time my um, friend said, like, the orphans, I'm like, not the orphans, not the orphans. Y'all get it once y'all watch the movie, but, um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, yeah, it's been yeah I got it. I got it now. Thanks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, has anybody has anything else to say on the subject? Nope. Nope. Okay, moving on. Verizon gets the iPhone. Who's excited about that? Come on, Benny, I know you're excited for the iPhone coming to Verizon. I know I'm thinking about dropping T-Mobile for it. I know I'm going to drop T-Mobile for it. But the thing is, though, the damn phone still costs too much. Shit, how much does it cost? Oprah's like $400. No, it doesn't. What's wrong with you? $400 for the 16 gigabyte and 300 for the 32. And I got that from... Uh, Tino's article. You got to think about it. The reason why I said upwards to 400, you still got to think about insurance. The contract. You have to think about the contract, though. The contract, starting your contract out, so you're going to be spending about 400. Not including the phone. Yeah, maybe with that, but the phone itself is like 300 for the most expensive one. Yeah, and honestly, if you need a 32 gigabyte iPhone, you know what? Why don't you just get an iPhone? Uh, um, I'm sorry, a uh, an iPod, which you probably already have. Yes, I do. I have a 120 yeah. gig iPod. I have an 80. Oh, I forgot. What the fuck do I have? Language. There's the kids watching the show, man. But we've been cursing like I mean, sailors ever since we listen to episode show. one. We've been yeah. cursing like crazy since episode you, one. You're supposed to be the biggest fan. You should know this. We don't give a fuck about language. Well, there are children in the room. I don't care. Not in my one. You know, you don't have a soul. Yes, you want. I'm telling you, what I'm going to take is to take Verizon. But I don't have a phone anymore, so I really it doesn't really matter to me at this point. Yeah, we we've already established the fact that you cannot be. You know, reach. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we hadn't established it on the podcast. We established it before the podcast, but yeah. Okay. It's established yeah. now on the podcast. Yeah, We're not getting that. Oh, no. We don't want to get into that. Oh, yeah, might be raped. Yeah. No, but, uh, just, to, just to add on to the I, uh, Verizon iPhone, it's going to release for um, uh, pre-ordering Verizon customers on February 3rd, and it goes on sale to the general public on the 10th. Uh, like it's already been said, the 16 gig is going to be 200, and um, with a two-year contract, and the 32 is going to be 300. Um, it's an iPhone 4, and if you want, re- you know, any more information on that, you can check out uh, the Gamer Buzz. I, I wrote an article with that, and it was one of the most stressful things I've ever did. Or go to Verizon.com. <laughs> or the Gamer Buzz. 
I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm thinking. That I'm a lazy typist. Are you kidding? If I'm going to if I'm gonna think about getting a, I'm more of the. I'm going to talk shit in front of the person who's going to be dealing with my phone. So I'm not going to go online and research. I'm just going to go there, look, talk shit, and if the person can back up the shit, I'm going to buy the phone right there and then. And does that make you feel big? Hell yeah. I, my phone what? that I have right now, I would have been mm-hmm. paying, uh, the phone that I have right now at T-Mobile, I would have been paying 100 if I didn't talk mad shit to T-Mobile who I was whoever I was talking to who's not at T-Mobile anymore. Well, person, you know, the person gave me the person gave me my current phone $100 less than it was than it is. So I feel going there talking like you you're a high roller knowing that you're not works more than going online researching. Yeah, I would agree. If I walked into a Verizon store with a board with a nail in it, I think that they would, you know, that, that old, you know, uh, sophomore in high school girl, yeah, I think she's going to give me what I want, too. And, Josh, that is not an idea. <laughs> Maybe not for you. <laughs> God damn it, Josh. Dang, you I feel like that. I just contributed to some poor young lady's rape. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? We now I don't to go volunteer my time at on the on the race line. <laughs> okay, um, moving on, guys. Um, Dead Space Two, the trailer. Holy shit! Um, I forgot to mention this, and what I'm playing. I'm playing Dead Space One. Um, the trailer looks absolutely amazing. I see a lot of improvements from Dead Space Two. It looks more action packed to me. Lots of more action scenes, but I, you can get more. Like, from what I got from the trailer, there's more character development. Like, Isaac was just, like, the shell of a character walking around Dead Space 1. You didn't know that he was fear- fearful, scared, or anything. And this one, you actually see his face more. You get, you, he's he's actually interacting with, a char- with characters instead of him just t- sitting there silently. Like, and he looks more pissed. Yes. He, actually, he looks more stressed out. You know, actually, you know... Um, towards the end of the first Dead Space, you know, um, spoilers, I think spoilers, you see symbols. And this time, you, like, um, they, they diagnose people. You can't, like, um, get the recording logs or anything. Um, they said they have, people had dementia, all this stuff, and, um, people start seeing things. And you can tell, tell from the first one that Isaac actually is suffering from these symptoms. And that he's actually turning crazy. And, you, and, um, people, actually going against them in the second game. So I'm looking forward to seeing that, and um, I'm excited. It's, I'm really excited. Guys, how you feel about the game? I, I, Can't I'll wait. Say, thanks a lot for the spoilers because I haven't finished the game. No, <laughs> I did What the? Oh, shit. You could have stopped hey, the You could have interrupted at it. any time. Oh, no, no, that's that's fine. I, I It's been out long enough that it, it doesn't matter. Um but yeah, I I wasn't very excited for uh, Dead Space Two basically because I haven't finished Dead Space One yet, and um, I won't be playing Dead Space Two until I do finish Dead Space One. Exactly. So that's why I'm doing it. I watched the trailer right before we started recording, and it looks really fucking awesome. And the song that they set to it, um, Smashing Pumpkins. Okay. Yeah, Smash. I fucking rat in a cage. Uh, it fit it, perfectly. It, it, yeah, it was perfect with with that. Perfect. It, 
It's like that was actually my wedding song. Really? Set yeah. to anything that I've ever seen behind um, Nine Inch Nails, uh, Closer, and The Hitcher. The Hitcher was a shitty ass movie, but the the chase scene set to Closer was fucking badass, the most badass music setting I've ever seen. Another thing, another thing added on. Um, it actually added more emotion to the game. Like it made me excited. The emotion makes me feel for Isaac. Actually, um, this is like one of the few games out there that actually displays emotion that makes you care for the characters because you know he's been through a lot of shit from the first game and coming to the second game and other people giving him shit, you know, for what he did in the first game. So, you know. Yeah. I think they, I think they humanized them a lot more. Yes. Before, before, like you said, Ray. You know, it's like a shell. We don't know what's inside. Nothing's revealed. And then, you know, just looking at the trailer, you can see the pressure that's on his shoulders and, you know, the stress, you know, the stress lines in his face. And, you know, such a gorgeous, gorgeous trailer. You know, I can't wait. And I don't have to wait as long as you guys do. <laughs> you jerk. Yes, I am. Yeah, thanks for rattling that face. Yeah, but while you're playing that, I'll be playing Little Big Planet too. I'm not well, point. well, you know, I understand you're, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're being upset, but it's better that I rub that in your face than what Josh has. <laughs> you know, he, he can rub something in your face too. <laughs> oh God! You like what I have rub in your face? Yeah, he doesn't discriminate when he rapes. Poor Jayla, poor Jayla. But anyways, um, how the hell is she working in it? This conversation. Oh. Because it's the, uh, let's leave that out for now. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyways, yes, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're yeah, we're 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 uh we're uh, uh we might see some litigation if we uh, go into that one. <laughs> yeah, because we know it was gonna happen. But anyway, yeah. um, it, it, it's not that big a deal. I've already told Jayla I will be a perfect gentleman. <laughs> oh, you'll wear a condom oh. when you. Wear- <laughs> it, it won't matter anyway. Jayla doesn't listen to this podcast, so she'll never know what we're saying about her. Oh, 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 I know what it is. You'll keep your you'll keep your shirt on. That's what you'll do. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> but um, Benny, do you have any words um for Dead Space? Um. I mean, like, personally, I'm not going as crazy as you guys are for the trailer. I think it looks really good. I mean, really, what I got from the trailer was the gameplay, really. It looks really great. I've been really following that game closely. I'll probably get it, I don't know, never probably. But I'm, I'm excited for that game. I mean, that game, because that game started out as, I forget what it was going to be before. Do you guys, it didn't actually start out as a Death Space game. I think it was a Silent Hill game. Really? I heard and that somebody like, mentioned that. Uh, no. Something like that. I'm not sure. It might have been another game, but it didn't start out as an original title, like it, you know, what then would be. But uh, that was their that studio's first attempt, and they obviously turned out to be a pretty great game. And now they have their sequel. I hear that there's not going to be visible vents that people or that you can obviously see where they're going to come from. I'm I'm excited for the game, and yeah. for the gameplay, not really so much for the song. <laughs> Shit, Benny. Cold-blooded. Cold-blooded? That was your brother's wedding song. Holy shit. He's lying to you. It oh, it's was... not? 
trying to remember the song. It's by Rascal Flatts, so not so much heavy stuff. Man, Tino, I can't believe you lied to us. Well, oh, wait. I I know Rascal Flatts. I, I might know what song you're talking about. The Broken Road one. Whatever. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like, it's the name of the song, Broken Road. Wait, what happened? We're exposing you. <laughs> For what? <laughs> No, Josh. Hey, I, Dan, I told you, you never show that picture to anyone. <laughs> no, that's that exposed. He just saying that your writing song was different from what you told us. What are you talking about? How did you know I was there? <laughs> okay, moving on. Moving yeah. on. Moving on. Oh, thank you, T-Bag Radio, for sending me Death Space 1 so I can enjoy it and move on to Death Space 2. Thank, thank you, guys. I love those what? guys. You got free shit. I'm going to stop listening to T-Bag Radio then. <laughs> I did tell you from the start listen to those guys. I'm I do gonna... listen to those guys. I don't get no free shit. Anyways. Yeah, send in questions. <laughs> Anyways. Definitely needs to send in questions and moving on. Um, GDC, the Game Developers Conference. These are the nominees for the um, Game of the Year. Red Dead Redemption, Mass Effect 2, um, Black Ops, Call of Duty, you know, um, Limbo, and Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. So what y'all think is going to win? Which ones are you rooting for? Benny? Benny? In the end, I mean, it... I really haven't... I haven't seen... I haven't... I'm not one to speak. <laughs> Pass for now. Let me think at least. Okay, uh, Desmond. Uh, I haven't played Limbo, so I wouldn't really think about that. So I'm just gonna pick uh, Mass Effect. Mass Effect, Tino. What about you? Well, I'm an underdog kind of guy, and everybody here knows that the only Xbox Live arcade title. Limbo is nominated for Game of the Year and is going up against these juggernauts. I'm rooting for them, but I know that Red Dead's going to take it. Um, what about you, Josh? Uh, well, obviously I'm rooting for Mass Effect 2 because uh, it was my Game of the Year and it's my favorite <laughs> And if Red Dead Redemption wins it, I will be pissed just like I'm pissed whenever they wins anything because... Your bias. In second half of the game, so many people who just who all said the same thing that once you hit Mexico, it basically completely stalls and it just chugs along from there. And I'm not. I haven't passed Red Dead yet, dude. You're spoiling it. Felt the same way. It's like half the game was just waiting for it to end, and I don't think a game like that should win Game of the Year. Well, first, first you, of all, you spoil Red Dead for me, man. It has to go. It has, it, in the end, it's all opinion. And luckily, it's the majority of rules. Yeah, I, I really love that game. Oh, that um, wasn't really a spoiler. So once you hit Mexico, you chug along from there. Well, I mean, I, I can agree with that. I, well, to an extent, people always say like, well, when you get to Mexico, well, I'm gonna stop because it chugs or it's boring. I, I can't really say the same. I could understand that, but I mean, in the end, I beat the game, and it was... I I thought it was really amazing. Like, a really amazing game. Um, 
I wasn't I, I, was, I was I was all that thrilled with the ending and I'm also not that thrilled with John Marston as a character. Okay, like, okay. Oh, I yeah. this, is, this is where I step in. This is where this is where I step in. This is where I step in. Okay, um John Marston. Okay, he's a guy that's defending his honor. A guy that's trying to protect his family. Um I can empathize with this man. I can sympathize with him. Um You can empathize with him, but he has no <laughs> He has no well like Okay, he's like, how old is he? Like, how old is this man? He always has a family and stuff. You don't expect him to grow as a character. I expect him to stay the same throughout the whole game. But um, you see new sides to him throughout the whole game. Like, especially during, like, this, I don't know, towards the end. You see a whole new side of him. Also, you do the side missions. You see different sides of him. Stuff that has you questioning, is this God or is this devil? All this different stuff in the game. Um, Especially the big um set piece at the end. Holy shit. That got me right there. The big ass set piece at the end. That game right, uh, the ending right there alone was emotional for me. Um, especially. That ending. What's up? You wasn't happy? No. I like the original, um, character from Red Dead, the silent hero. The silent hero. So you don't if like. If you play, if you play the original, if you play the Red Dead Revolver, Revolver. you know who I'm talking about. Yes. I like that character. That game at all? I mean, I I like the game, but I just don't think it's worthy of all the like, the awards and everything that it's getting. I I think it's about an eight out of ten, and that's about it. Well, I no. think it's oh, Tino. I, I, I think you know when you gotta you gotta also understand that this this uh, John he's an older man. And anyone that is an adult is pretty set in their ways. That's you know, accurate. It's really, it's really hard to, you know, for, for, for an adult to change. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me have this. I'm going to take this one, okay? Now, this guy didn't wake up one day and a meteor fell out of the sky, and all of a sudden he's got to go out and save the world, okay? He was already an experienced human being with killing and, uh, you know, um, breaking the law and actually having a conscience, you know, that. And then he even, then he started to grow and change and empathize and feel pity. And that right there made him the character that he is. You know, I think you're just pissed off because it's John Marston and not John Shepard. <laughs> uh, I, I don't... I'm not saying that he should have really experienced all that much growth. I think people have been talking about, oh, he's such a good character. He experienced so much growth. He didn't experience any growth. He's the same character throughout. And I don't think he was all that deep. Okay, I, look, look, Josh. I just think he's a In the end, I can agree with that statement. And in the end, I would still vote personally. I would vote Mass Effect 2 over any other game last year. Personally. However, yes. I mean, to be fair, even though he is somewhat of a avatar for the main, you know, for the player, Shepard didn't really grow at all. I mean, really, Shepard doesn't have really any personality at all. He doesn't have any really, any emotion, really. He's actually, in a way, generally, and again, he's kind of an avatar for the player. He really has, it's pretty generic in, in, in my opinion. Yeah. I, think, I think John Shepard was a better character in Mass Effect 1 than he was in Mass Effect 2. Shepard, it depends on what you, you what your character is. It, it's a lot. He's a lot more RPG-ish. I mean, 
It depends on how you act as shepherd. Uh, you sure. make decisions. So sure, it's, it's, shepherd's not supposed to have a character of his own. Shepherd's supposed to be your character. You make them how you want them. Well, true. Or true. her. No, but, but like role playing games is like you you playing a different role. You know, you playing as a guy's role, and that's your role. That's yeah, why yeah, it's a role playing game. I played Andy. John Marston wasn't supposed. To, I'm not supposed to be John Marston. John Marston is John Marston. I can't make the decisions. That's a, that's something that the game lacked a very large part. I'm not saying for as a bad thing. It's not an RPG, so you don't take control of the character and make the decisions. Right. It's, right. Okay. Sure. As right. that character, so and as that right. character, he didn't have any personality, as far as I'm concerned. Well, he okay. had personality. He didn't have any growth. And he didn't have as much depth as I would have liked to have seen. Okay, right. lesson learned. Do not compare anything to Mass Effect 2. <laughs> I'm not saying don't compare anything to Mass Effect 2. I'm saying... That's right. You know what? We, mean, better, we, we better not even compare Mass Effect 2 to Mass Effect 2. I, so we're not comparing the PS3 version I'm to the not PS3 version? I'm not talking a, a comparison. God, no. Do not. Danny, do not. Redemption... I don't think it compares to... Uh, I don't think it's a great game. I think it's a good game. I don't think it's a great game. Okay, how about opinion? Opinion, that's a lot of words. Yeah. For everyone. Bias. For each their own. For each their own. Okay, boys. Moving on. Okay, the PS3 finally gets jailbroken by Geohot. How do you feel about this, Benny? Does this break your heart that the PS3 is finally broken through? Well, I mean, personally, I'm not, I'm not much into piracy, so it doesn't really affect me. Whether or not it'll affect Sony, I think that's the big question. Honestly, I would kind of say not really. I kind of doubt it would affect them greatly, if at all. Cause, I mean, in the end, they're still printing Blu-ray, and that's what that's what's hurting the Xbox. But... I doubt come, coming looking at sales for all of this year for, as far as software goes and looking at last year's, I I don't think it's gonna, you're going to see much of a difference. I don't really think it's an issue, personally. But maybe okay. I'm retarded. I don't know. Okay. Hmm. Okay, Ben, I'm at, um, Josh, how do you feel about this? Uh, I think it's actually a pretty big deal because from everything that I hear about it is, one is uh, it's the easiest jailbreak to, to do out of all the systems. It's supposed to be by far so simple. And two, um, it's a hardware thing, so it's not anything that they can do with uh, firmware or anything like they did last year when uh, it was broken. So it, there's nothing they can do about it unless they come out with something like Xbox does where they brick your system or they can go online with it. That they'll probably do that before long. But still, I think it's a bigger issue than what Benny was making it out to be because piracy does play a big role. It's like we've seen what happened to the PSP because of piracy. Pretty, like probably like ninety percent of the P, uh, PSPs uh, are jailbroken, and they're they suffer so much in game sales because of that and so we they just released the most pirated numbers i think it was last week or the week before that and like 
the most pirated game was um, Black Ops, which is amazing considering how many it sold, but also a Kirby's Epic Yarn. I think they said like 1.7 million copies of that were pirated when the game only sold like 300,000 copies. So it's like, or it, I think it was it, three times as many pirated, so it, it sold like 6 million copies. That's kind of, that. that's sad when uh, you're <laughs> only getting a quarter of the sales as you could get it because of piracy. When you have four, three, times, three times as many people pirating it than you have buying it, that's, that could be a problem for developers going in the future. Um, we don't know what's going to happen. There's a shitload of PS3 games coming out this year, and that could actually bite them in the ass now because people could say, all right, well, I don't want to buy nine PS3 games, but I want all three of the all nine of the new PS3 games coming out, so I'll buy two of them. I'll pirate the other seven. Okay, well, I mean, okay. how... Can you, can you buy blank Blu-ray discs? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. 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 There are Blu-ray burners and they're uh, blank Blu-ray discs, and they're talking about that it should be the same thing as the Wii and the uh, 360. That you don't even need a disc to play; you can just put them on your hard drive. And with the PS3 having the laptop hard drives, you can have a huge hard drive in your system where you can have like a hundred games on there easily. <laughs> Wow, that seems like a big problem to me. Um, well, um, before um, Tino, tell, tell us your opinion on this, real quick. Well, first and foremost, I think the biggest issue that Sony has with this <clears throat> is pride. I think it's a pride thing. Yes, money's involved, you know, and especially with Sony's, you know, um, disadvantages. I guess you could say when looking at the uh, the sales charts. I think a lot of it is pride. You know, they're saying, look, we're not selling as much as the Xbox 360. We're nowhere near what the Wii is putting out. But we had the last safe console, and now that's gone. So they're they're spreading this out, and what it is is the media is picking up on it, and now the attention is back on Sony. So that is my... Uh, you know, that's my uh, thought on that. Um, Desmond, how do you feel? I know there's a rumor that they was going to, um, if they find out that you jailbroken your uh, PS3, that they can um, break your system online or offline. So I think that's Sony's retaliation to um, jailbreaking. So they can't break it if you go online. They can't tell if you're not online. So here's the quick thing, though. They can, you know how you're offline on a, on a PS3, and all of a sudden when you jump back on, it says, "Oh, you have an update," or your system is currently updated. You offline. You didn't. You didn't update your system. Yeah. So well, if Sony if has so. So I think Sony has access to your console without us knowing it. No, they. So, you can shut off your internet connection, and they cannot get to it. Well, you're going to eventually have to go online sooner or later. No, you won't. There's uh, plenty of people who have a PS3 who don't have the internet. I did say sooner or later, didn't I? Yeah, I know. Well, 
if, if yeah, you know, start taking into consideration how many of them are jailbreaking their systems without internet. Oh, once it's jailbroken, I mean, they have the internet, but they they just won't bring their their PS3 online. They'll disable their internet connection on their PS3. You know, that's my thing. You know, I mean, it's like, why am I going to do that and, you know, essentially, quote-unquote, live in fear for the rest of my heart, you know, my console's life, you know, yeah. just to just to save a few bucks, rather, you know, be an honorable individual and, you know, be a, you know, a, a human being, essentially. You yeah, know, the thing is, Sony's just, it, it, Sony just retaliating to the fact that, it's like so. It's like somebody just threw shit on your door, and you want, and you gotta, you gotta, you gotta come back and bite, um, try to bite them back in the ass for that. Yeah. yeah, and that's exactly my point. I think it's more of a pride thing than an actual monetary, you know, uh, worry. Well, like um, for me, this is my opinion on it. Um, I feel that it's mo- it's gonna affect us players too. You know, um, people, gonna, <laughs> people gonna start hacking the board to Call of Duty. People gonna be number one by hacking glitches. Everything um, is going to affect gameplay for us now. Now we can't have an honest gaming community for the PS3. It's a big problem for the PS um, for the 360. Everybody has modded the modded 360. It's hacked into. You can't find a fair game. If you can't like every time we go in the game, we start losing. My friend always says, "Oh, he had to hack 360." You know, you don't, you never know. You never know if that player is playing honestly anymore. Also, um. Also, it's a pride thing. I agree with Tino. It's a pride thing with um, the PS3 because it was the only system that had like the greatest. It had, it had the greatest security. It took the longest for them to hack into. That's something to be proud of because this guy was trying a long time. This guy basically doesn't have a life. Like he was, he's known. He's infamous for hacking into games. So, so it was bound to happen because that man was, didn't have a life. So, yeah. Well. I actually I think it could help console console sales for Sony in the short term because people knowing that they can hack their PlayStation now, we'll buy it. I will. People who didn't want one before will go out and buy one because they can hack it, and that that's what they like. Uh, I don't know who I think it was Kino who said it. Um, why would people want to do it because they can't go online and stuff like that? Well, people have broken their 360 and the Wii, they can't go online online with that in uh, fear of getting banned on Xbox and their system actually being bricked on Wii, not just banned from uh, playing online, but the system breaks down the way Nintendo does it. Yeah, um, exactly. So yeah, and I did say play their games online, but they still have a, uh, a modded system. So there's plenty of markets out there there's plenty of people who will be willing to do this yeah and that could all get fixed with a 50 cent round <laughs> also also um it will affect their sales also now everybody can get uncharted 2 all the exclusives they can get it now for free online which was suck yeah. now the people can start um stealing money from the developers for sony like people, some people. I think part of the reason that Sony has lost exclusives is because people felt safe putting the games on that console. You know, yeah, I don't. I don't think it loses any safety. I don't think there's any security. Like you're not. If you go on PlayStation Three, you're gonna lose. People are gonna. Well, actually, that is one thing that people are talking about. Is now if you store 
like your credit card on the PSN info, if you store your credit card info, um, somebody might be able to get access to that now. Mm-hmm. Yep, so that's right. It, that, that's even less secure than what the Xbox is now. Yeah, I mean, it's, essentially what this, what this jailbreak is, it makes that PS3 completely and utterly naked. And yeah. everything that's inside, you're, it's transparent. And that's why uh, Sony is so has such a hard on for it. Yeah, it's a sad thing though. Why would you want to go out just to get infamous, famous on the internet? Internet famous. Nobody knows who you are. Nobody knows who you are. It's just like it's just a um his alias. He just want to be famous underneath that alias of his. Hide behind that so nobody. Or nobody can take action against him. It's really stupid, though, that he would just go out and do this and ruin the game for millions of people. Well, not necessarily millions, but um, a lot of people. Um, it just, I don't know, it just, like, this didn't happen back in the old days with the PlayStation 1 and stuff. I just, it really upsets me when people just go out and do this shit on purpose. And they have yep. no reason to do it. It happened with the PlayStation 1 and it happened with the PlayStation 2. Those were broken. Yeah, but like, here's my thought on it. You know, it's broken because of the discs that they use. But it's definitely broken. But no, no, no. People, yeah, people get like they modified their PS3s, um, PS1s, and stuff. But the thing is, it didn't affect other players. It was their choice. Not oh, yeah. everybody globally. If I say buy, now this guy can walk around stealing my credit card information. Now he can buy shit with my credit card. Now I can't even play a fair on this game with somebody. Not to worry about is this guy cheating? Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, it really takes the fun out of things. And you know what? I got, I hear something I got to think about, you know, that I think about a lot. And it's if you have to have a jailbroken, you know, uh, system, then you know what? You need to go out and get a fucking job. You know, you if you need to do something in order to, uh, how do I say, afford your lifestyle, you know. And it does it make you feel better about yourself? Oh yeah, I got a you know my my PS3 is jailbreak, you know I got this thing and look how cool I am. I was like, no motherfucker, you're not very cool at all. Actually, what you are is a criminal, you know. I mean, if you go and forgive me, Josh, and you go and you rape a woman, <laughs> you know, what are you? You're a criminal, and people look at that and they say, you know what, you're fucking trash. You know, Ronald Reagan said it best. Okay, the best social program. Is a job, dude. You meet a lot of hoes at your job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> but anyways. Oh, and I got a statistic with you know for you guys. Seventy-eight percent of rapes is an acquaintance, not a friend and not a stranger, but an acquaintance. So I want you to keep that in mind, Josh. <laughs> It all, okay. it all Josh's acquaintances. Yep. Friends, I'm your bro. friend, right, Josh? We're friends, correct? <laughs> exactly. Okay, good. So I, I, I'm not going to live in fear for my asshole? Well, there's still another 22%. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> moving on. Okay, moving on, fellas. Um, let's see. Capcom copies off the Twisted Pixels Explosion Man. What the fuck? Benny, tell me what you think about this player. Those assholes. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to say. Like, really, I mean, they, I forgot what developer did this. They did the same thing about, I don't know, it was like five years back. They did, they stole all the assets from Oblivion. Did you guys hear about that? No. And they totally got caught in their development. How far, how far along is this? Been? Um, this is recently. Like, how, how far is it in protect, protection? Is it gold yet? Uh, Tina, do you I know? Think it's, I think it's already done. Yeah, I, it's done. Yeah, I mean, yep, I haven't done. I haven't seen the, the comparisons yet, but I mean, and Capcom, I mean, this is Castle. If this is some indie publisher slash developer, okay, I can kind of see it. But I mean, I know what? Capcom has really been stressing out about making the games and going to American developers, but I mean, what would it get out of it though? That that's what confuses me. They make major hit games like Resident Evil. They got a fucking millions of franchises. Maybe that's why Mikami left the bitch asses. Because um they I don't know, they just have, like a fucking bully. I have this um the CEO of Twist, Twisted Pixel, Michael Wilford, he said we're definitely not going to pursue legal action. And uh, said in the statement, while I think the simulators are pretty nauseating, we are too small a company to take on um, to take uh, take on a company like Capcom. See, they're fucking bullying them, and that's horrible. What? Like they already got established franchises. What would they get out of it? Just a little, just a little bit more pocket change for them. Like, yeah, that's exactly what it is, man. They saw they saw a explosion, man, and they're like, wow, you know what? That'd be great on the fucking phone. And they did it. Because they can. So, and, and if, and if, and if uh, Twisted Pixel uh, wanted to pursue litigation, you know, legal action, you know, uh, Capcom has the funds to keep this in legal hell forever until Twisted Pixel would be forced to withdraw their, uh, their, um, this complaint because like you don't have that much money to keep on going on forever. No, they don't. Um, does anybody have anything else to add to this subject? Um, no. Okay. Um, moving on. Um, last the last thing we're gonna do is our predictions for 2011 this year. What's gonna happen? What's hip? What's new? What system is gonna rape every other system? Don't take that literally, Josh. But um, but yeah, um, Benny, do you have any system that you um think is going to do better than others this year? I mean, as far as sales, like sales, you know, games that's coming out for it, everything, whatever. Something that stands out to you. I mean, as far as like sales go, I mean, to be honest, I think it's going to the PS3. I think that's the thing. even though the PS3 is going to win. But as far as sales go, there's just going to be right on top. I think it'll even beat out the Wii. I'm pretty sure about that. Um, does anyone accept that? Anyone think the PS3 is going to be on top? Um, I think the PS3. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They got the PS3 has plenty of exclusives, and they actually taken away the 360 exclusives. Cough, cough. Mass Effect 2. Um. Um, but they get oh, lots you did it now, man. <laughs> they got lots of exclusives coming in. Um, they got a Charter Three, Kills on Three. It's like the rule of thirds this year. Um, um, Little Big Planet Two. 
What's up? Well, the thing is, these are, these, are, these, are, these aren't original games. That, I don't think, really, to be honest, I don't think any of these games are really going to sell systems. Like, I, I'm sure they'll sell to some extent, but it's not going to be sales like what happened with Metal Gear Solid uh, 4, or maybe for Little Big Planet, or for other games like that. I, don't, I honestly don't think any of these games... Maybe one or two of them. Well, like, I, I think this will actually make some people multi-platform gamers now. You know, people are going to start realizing, like, oh, this is, maybe this is not as good as it used to be. Um, things change. Maybe I should go over to the PS3 for a bit. It'd be a multi-platformer. Um, and, yeah, just reap the benefits of having both systems. Yeah, so, like, give me a dude. I honestly think this is I mean, last month, 360 had, like, a stellar, stellar um, launch. And up to this point, I mean, pretty much, for the most part, according to the IGN story, the Kinect has sold up like 8 million units. Oh yeah, the Kinect is going to be a factor to um, factor in <laughs> and to this max. Mood has not been doing that well. And as we saw with the Wii, I mean, I think that the Wii had a little bit better, I mean, at least personally, had a better appeal to me in the beginning than the Kinect but, I mean, in the end, I think it's going to have, like, this crazy, crazy draw, and it's going to have a huge word of mouth, and people are going to swallow it up. Maybe not as big as the Wii, but close to it. So, in the end, I think 360 is going to still be on top as far as... Yo, oh, shit, man. Yeah, man, um, I I think myself the exclusive is going to help a lot. Um, The PS3, they, they, right now, they just focus on the PS3. They need, I think they need to focus on some technical issues. Like, people have been waiting for cross-game chat, um, I don't know why that's such a big deal for people, but it seems I like it's still not there. I don't get that. It seems like it's a decided factor for some people. They want to talk to their friends while playing a different game. I didn't know the um that was I think that's one of the things that caught me when um with the three sixty. I didn't know I can talk to other people while playing another game. And uh, I would love to see that on the PlayStation. Okay. So, Desmond, you have any, um, you know, thoughts of 2011, what's coming up? Um, I think Marvel vs. Capcom 3 is going to be the biggest game of this year, fighting, fighting game-wise. Are you I sure? Be, Are you sure? Yeah. Um, yeah. There's going to be Tekken vs. Street Fighter. I think that's coming out Tekken vs. Street Fighter. I, I cover that, but nobody's not none too hyped for that. Really? Are you sure? Are you? I'm hyped for it. Lots of fighting people. Okay, do they, like... Okay, at Evo, they have Tekken, Street Fighter, yeah, but, um, but the thing is though, Capcom, you know. But the, thing is, but the thing is, though, those games are hyped when they're standalone. I don't hear, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not seeing any articles, I'm not hearing nobody really hyped on really? Tekken versus Street Fighter. Really? Have you gone to um, Shuriokin.com? Have you, um, no, I don't go to those did sites. You watch, That's me. Did I don't you go watch? to those sites. Because I'm you? not a big... I'm, because I'm not a big fighting, if I'm, I'm not a big ga- um, gamer when it comes to fighting games. And if I am, it will only be Marvel versus Capcom. Okay. Would, uh, and very rarely Street Fighter. Okay. Anything else? No. Like Evo. Like, have you watched Evo? Like, uh, Evo 2010, where they, like, announced it. Everybody went crazy. Um, no, like, I haven't seen it. It's, it's a whole underground audience that's dedicated to. Uh, Here's what you just said. Underground audience. Every genre has an underground audience. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what and genre am I in more? What genre am I more in, uh, Ray? Comic books. 
I'm not in the street fight. I'm not in the, the street fighting game. I know that's, I you, that's you, man. That's you. Yeah, that's me. Don't forget about Mortal Kombat too, though. I am Mortal Kombat. I don't. But you, you got to factor in. See, you got to factor in those other people. I do know. I do. I can't. All right. I do factor in those people. I can't. But right now, the only hype I'm pretty much seeing is Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and Mortal Kombat. Because those are releasing sooner. Yeah, because they are releasing sooner. And then the last thing I, I heard from Street Fighter and um, Tech versus Tekken was the first game was going to release in 2012. So why would I be hyped on a game that I won't see for another year? Okay, then. That that. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> um, Josh, what are you um, predictions for 2011? Uh, I think the PS3 is going to basically dominate. Uh, like I said, I think uh, the that it being broken is going to sell some consoles for the people who uh, don't, who have been holding out until it was broken. And also, uh, they do have a console-moving title coming out. Maybe not as big as some of the other ones, but they've got um, Twisted Metal coming out, and that used to be a pretty damn big franchise. So people who have been wanting that and been holding on the PS3 will uh, probably pick up the PS3 for that. And their lineup is so much better than any other exclusives for any other consoles. Uh, and they're not that far behind the Xbox anymore. I think it's like they, they're behind like 2 million units right now. 2 million uh, consoles sold. And it's not what it was 2 or 3 years ago where Xbox was beating them 2 to 1. Uh, so there's that. Um, I think we will hear about a, a new Nintendo console. I don't think it's going to be called the Wii 2 because... Nintendo has always been about identifying identifying themselves by the company name, not by the console name. Like, we identify Sony by, not by Sony, we identify them by PlayStation, Xbox. It's not identified by Microsoft, it's Xbox, but Nintendo always has a different console name. Super Nintendo, maybe not as much as the NES, but from there, the 64, then... GameCube now the Wii, so it's they keep using different console names. So I think we'll see a new Nintendo console, and that's about it. Okay, um, Tino, what's your predictions? Well, I mean, this is this is actually interesting because we've already had uh, PS3, the Xbox, and I'm saying that this year, 2011, is going to be the year of Nintendo like you've never seen it before. All right, and the reasoning behind that is, one, they got some big titles coming out on the Wii. Um, there's so much hype coming out, uh, uh, going around, saying about the next Nintendo console. And if they, you know, um, announce it at the uh, at E3, like I'm thinking they will, it's just going to explode. But the big ticket, the big money maker, is going to be that Nintendo 3DS. Everybody, their mother and their grandmother are going to go out and buy this <laughs> Nintendo 3DS. Okay, we're coming out. We got Zelda. We got Mario. We got Kid Icarus, which I'm super excited about. You know, all these big titles and titles that we haven't seen but have been waiting for 20-plus years for, we're going to be getting it on that Nintendo 3DS, and it is going to sell. 
Tino, yeah, the thing is that that's what I hate about Nintendo. They use nostalgia against us. Like they're gonna, they're gonna nostalgia the shit out of us. They using nostalgia bombs, the M bombs, not the N word, the M bombs. But um, yeah, man, I, I don't appreciate them. Just come up, keep on coming with nostalgia over and over again. Please, just come up with something new. Come up with some new IPs, please. You know, at the same time, you know, I I honestly feel you, but you know what? It's that nostalgia that really, you know, uh, uh, creates that emotional link. Dude, dude, you know, because, because, I mean, granted, you know, hey, you came out with Ocarina of Time. All right, so be it. You know, it is a fantastic game. I know it's going to sell. I'm going to buy it and play it over again. But I think about my childhood and, you know, the happy times that I had then, and that's what's really selling, you know? Um, what, what I'm thinking is, like, um, I, I don't mind the nostalgia. I don't mind it. I love it. I embrace it. The thing is, that's all you're giving me. Well, are you giving me something different? Are you? No. So, and then Punishment 2? No, that's, ain't that a, um, old game? No. Really? That's not the game. Oh, it's on the Wii. It's on the Wii, but that was a fantastic game. Yeah, what game? It came out in 2010. Oh, my bad. I thought, I thought that was a classic game where you, like, float and, like, shoot shit. That wasn't that's, it. That's the game itself. Yeah, you're floating around and you're shooting shit, but it comes out on the Wii and it's fantastic. No, man. wasn't that classic? Yeah, that was classic, though. They made a whole new one. Yeah, I mean, but uh, you're talking, maybe you're thinking of Sin and Punishment 1. But yeah, that's nostalgia again. But yeah, um, there wasn't really a following. You know what? I don't really care as long as they come out with Earthbound on the 3DS <laughs> or the Nintendo Wii or the you know quote unquote Wii 2. I don't give a shit. Just give me Earthbound, please. Okay, um, is that all for our predictions? I guess we're gonna move move on to Desert D's Comic Corner. In the news today, um, Mega Man issue one will be at um, Archie Comics. It's adding another video game icon to their slave books. The first one, um, their first one was uh, Mega. Oh, was not Mega Man. Sorry, Sonic the Hedgehog, which is still currently going on right now. So, and right now, they they revealed the first cover of Mega Man issue one with art done by Patrick Spaz. And John Workman and Matt Herms. The first issue will release on May 4th of this year. And the cover looks really incredible. It really does. Um, it got that old school uh, Mega Man cartoon series look to it. If anyone has seen that. No. Uh, wait, wait. The, seen... Me- the old Mega Man cartoon? Yeah. The one where like and then and then the fighting robot that the one. One when he like steals other people's powers, and he kills yeah. them. Yeah, I've seen that. So yeah, I like, love real, that show. I don't, and the, um, um, and it and it looks real good. The um the book looks real good. I can't wait to buy it. This will be one. Yeah, of, this will be like. This will yeah, be like one of the first. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. This will be like my first video game comic book that I would buy, and. And the way how it looks, I'll, I'll gladly buy it. 
So I, I completely agree with you, man. I am actually pretty stoked about this one. Um, you know, I'm kind of iffy on video game comic books just because they, I don't know, they're really, really predictable. But Mega Man hasn't really shown much other than, you know, the, uh, the arcade titles and the PSN network titles. So, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see what direction they're going to go with it. Well, yeah, I remember watching the cartoon and getting a nerdgasm every time Proto Man used to get on there. <laughs> well, I yeah. myself <laughs> like to collect um, comic books that um, retains the video, uh, goes back to video games because um, it adds more to the story. Like, oh, what if this happened? Oh, like, what happened at the end of this? You know, whatever happened to Commander Shepard after he died? Like, why are he dead? You know, that's what that's the kind of thing that comic books, uh, the video game comic books add. So, that's where I'm coming Speak, from. Speaking of Mass Effect, uh, Mass Effect Evolution will be out April 20th of this year. Um, they didn't say how many issues it was going to be, but it's a, it's a sequel to Mass Effect Redemption, and it features the Elusive Man. Oh, really? Oh, that sounds pretty, uh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds pretty interesting. When does man. it take place? Um, this takes technically this it looks like it takes place before it's the elusive man origin stories. Okay, then that that sounds interesting. One of the covers look like Saren. Oh, so that's why you got that conspiracy that, thing. You that conspiracy theory that I had, but I'm not gonna talk. I'm gonna wait till like the next podcast to talk about that conspiracy theory of Mass Effect. So I'm gonna let them get their teeth wet. Um, John Jackson Miller, Mark. Um, Mac Waters, Walters, are working on this new um, are, is working on this new sequel to uh, Mass Effect. So look for that in April, on April twentieth. And the last bit of news um, of the week: DC cut half of their titles, pricing down from three from three ninety nine down to two ninety nine. While Marvel oh, is re- while Marvel's remaining the same where they're at. I wonder why that is, though. Disney! Yep. It's Disney. That's why Marvel's sticking to their same prices, because of Disney. So they wouldn't get more money out of uh, out of us, while while DC Comics is thinking about their consumers and cutting down at just a dollar on their on their comics. Hmm. It's nice, though, but we're still spending three bucks for our comics. Now, Desi, I got a, I got a question for you. Um, regarding the Fantastic Four... Who do you think is gonna die? Oh my God! I'm, you're like the hundredth—that's the hundredth person. I'm, I'm already exaggerating on that one. You're the tenth person actually to ask me that. I think either it's either gonna be Reed or Johnny, or Ben. It's, it's out of Reed, Johnny, or Ben. No, oh, why don't we just throw in Sue? Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah, I'll just say Sue. I'll just say Sue. Because now, now because they're not they're gonna, 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 gonna have to you're gonna have to speed gonna have me to up on one. it. But where's Franklin? The son. But the, here's the thing: it wouldn't be it would did it wouldn't really make sense to call it the Fantastic Three. Is if they're promoting that a lot, but it death really would make death sense. doesn't mean anything in comic books anymore. I know because it really doesn't because they totally killed the Man Without a Fear title, which was strictly Daredevil, and now we have Man Without a Fear. Black Panther. Now I, ha- I, I have no quarrels with Black Panther, 
But when you take him out his element, which would be Wakanda, and you put him in his in New York in the in a city story, yes, it's good to have him interacting more with the Marvel universe as opposed to him being by himself when he's in Wakanda. But what drew me to Black Panther was him being a king and him dealing with with stories with him being a king. Now we have him in a city, nothing to protect but what used to be Daredos. Right. And I'm not and yeah, which is Hell's Kitchen. And I'm not feeling that as um someone who's supposed to be pro um pro superhero a black superhero of that of that way. You just giving him something that used to have been another hero's title. It, it would have been great I, if it would have been something original and new, but this is just a rehash of what would have Daredevil do in his situation. Yeah, I I completely agree. It's you know, you're taking out of you're taking Black Panther out of an element. You know, what what made the Black Panther the Black Panther and <laughs> essentially what you did was you drew over and colored, you know, and painted over Daredevil. And, you know, that's 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 ridiculous. Why would you even do that? Now, Desmond, I am your number one fan of the, you know, I'm the number one fan of this uh, this podcast. But I'm I, I got a fan anyway. Yeah, trust me, I'm a fan. <laughs> but I had a you rubbed me the wrong way when you started talking about Captain America and when he joined the Avengers. And what you said was, and I quote, I believe Captain America joined the Avengers in issue number 12. Now, any you know, self-professed comic book guru, if you will, knows that Captain America joined the Avengers in issue number 4, 1963. You were correct when you said that Namor was the uh, villain of the of the uh, book, but it was issue number four, 1963, and I just wanted to point that out to you, bud. Damn. Oh, and that one's sitting in my closet, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can admit I was wrong. I'll be the bigger man and I was wrong. You are a better man than I will ever be. To be honest and truthfully, honest and truthfully, I'm not a big Avengers fan. Um, but I can admit I was wrong. I do remember yeah. him joining. I do remember him joining another member leaving. That I think that uh, I think I don't know why issue twelve would be more big on my mind than any other number issue. So I'm going to have to go through my uncle's collection to figure out why issue 12 would be, um, of the adventures would be so implanted in my head. Well, um, see, not the, type you know. of, the type of collector that I am is I am a big ticket, you know, collector. I, I collect the important titles. I don't, I don't have a pull list or anything like that. You know, I'm, you know, in the market for a journey into mystery number 83. You know, that's the uh, first uh, appearance of Thor. You know, I have Journey into Mystery number 85, which is the first appearance of Odin and Loki. You know, and I know that's, you know, going to be a big ticket and the price is just going to go up. That's the type of collector that I am. You know? Okay. So that's, that's, that's the only reason that I know that, like right off the top of my head, is because I own it, you know. Fair enough. 
Desi, I love you to death, boss. <laughs> and I respect you, dude. And and trust me, I I definitely respect everybody that's here. And thank you for correcting me. I don't want to I don't want to go on and have some douche down the road randomly at a podcast. You um you was wrong. <laughs> yeah yeah you know blowing I, up blowing up your Twitter blowing up your Twitter and shit. I know I would probably get kicked out of a convention whipping that dude's ass in the middle of a convention hall. <laughs> you know what? I'll be right there with you because there's a right <laughs> way to do business, and that's face-to-face, you know, with respect and dignity, and there's a wrong way to do it, and that's being that douche. It's better It's better to have this douchebag tell you that, uh, you know, hey, I'm just throwing this out there than some other douchebag that you have no idea who he is. But the thing is, though, you said it politely and calmly. Most people that I'll meet will say it off the will just say it the most fucked up way to make you want to choke them out where they stand. That's why I have respect to you respect for you right now for that. Oh, it's nothing, man. It's nothing. I'm just uh, you know, getting your goat if you will. <laughs> Alright, and my picks of the week will go for will go to these three. Um, Spawn issue two hundred. The reason why I picked Spawn issue two hundred is because this is a new version of Spawn. This ain't the um, Hal Simmons Spawn. And supposedly, we get to see Hal Simmons again in issue 200. And Tom McFarlane did some work in the issue because it used to be his, his, is his baby, so, it has, so he has to do some work in it. Um, and some of the big names of, correct me if I'm wrong, but the name of the publisher, Dark Horse, is behind um, behind this. So some some of the big artists of top of Dark Horse are did um, contribute to some um, pages in uh, Spot 200. Yeah, um, here's like, here's here's what I chime in and I say that you're the better man because you know here I am, you know a comic book collector. And I didn't even know Spawn was still going. <laughs> you did not know Spawn was still going. No, uh. Uh-uh. I thought it died out in like the late Spawn, 90s or early 2000s. Spawn has become one of um, Image's comics weaker series. Image. I said Image. I said Image. I know. You correct me. Thank you for correcting me. Because I totally, I shouldn't have known. Like, Image is with also Invincible. And I forgot Invincible was in Spawn's world for one issue. <laughs> ah, I mean, you're, I'm off my you're, game you're, you're yep. teaching me now, Bob. You're your game, man. Right, time for me to put you back on. Uh, um, don't forget The Walking Dead. In The Walking Dead. I, I, I know that. All right, last two, and I'm gonna, then I'm going to segue into um, movies. Um, Amazing Spider-Man 651. If you're reading the new big-time story arc, I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm just going to go right into that. Read 651. And we just talked about Daredevil, and now there's a new Daredevil. It looked like either an ongoing or a miniseries. Daredevil issue number one, Reborn. I don't know what the story is about this. So far, it looks like Daredevil is coming back to New York City. I don't know if it's directly to Hell Kitchen again after what everything has been going with Shadowland. But it looked like um, this is... um, Daredevil's backpedaling. Marvel's backpedaling again, and we're gonna get Daredevil back. After well, them saying I mean, they're canceling any books of his. You no, know what? 
you know, for the for the listeners who don't know what happened, you know, why don't you uh, give just a quick, you know, a brief of where Daredevil went? I don't know where the hell he went. <laughs> All I know is he went fucking ballistic crazy. Wearing policing being the law for Hell's Kitchen, he even made a fucking fortress in the middle of the city. Damn. He oh, killed Bullseye. Yeah, well, you know what? I've been, I've been yeah. waiting for that for years. Is that because he killed Electra, right? Something yeah, the like thing we how he killed Electra. But Electra was revived, wasn't she? But yeah, she was a revived. She was revived. But here's the thing, though. We Electra finds out that the hand placed a spell over Daredevil for him to act that way. Secretly, did. Uh, act in what way? Huh? Like. We all know Daredevil wouldn't do the things that he was doing, like taking over the hand ninjas, being the leader of the hand. Oh. Killing his villains and becoming the law. That's what I love about about the comic book universe, man. You never know what's going to happen. And having Elektra save the day, in a way, kind of cool, but still, either way, they just totally fucked with Daredevil. Andy Diggle. I can't believe what the fuck he just did. He I'm just gonna I'm just gonna segue in the movies. Am I gonna am I gonna rant? <laughs> Daredevil <laughs> Daredevil Reborn issue one out. Now pick it up. Um this is gonna segue into movie girls movies. Um right now earlier this week the new Spider-Man costume was revealed of, with Andrew Garfield in the Spider-Man costume. There, there is mixed reviews on how he looks. Some say he looks perfect as Spider-Man right yeah. now, as we see. I think it's perfect for him because, like, it reminds me of Ultimate Spider-Man. Um, what place? Do you know what time and place does this take place? Um, the comic. I'm at the. Um, I'm at the story. Like, is he in high school? Is he in college? Or is he? You know. He's in high school. Yeah, um, it's just like Ultimate Spider-Man. He's he got slim body, slim fit. Um, so yeah, it reminds me of Ultimate Spider-Man. So I think it's perfect. But the thing is, though, people saying he looks perfect is just the simple fact of the matter is the costume. They're taking liberties since this is the reboot. I looked at the costume and I did a comparison to Alex Ross's version of the Spider-Man costume. And they're both the same, minus that Alex Ross' version was black and was red and black, while this is still remaining to his classic colors. And looking at this costume, I love it, but I hate it. The costume reminds me definitely like the comic books. The black lines is not is not like the movie, uh, the first three movie costumes where the line the webbing was silver, and it stood out. The, um, the lines on this costume is more more traditional. Except for when you look in the details of the suit, it doesn't remind you of a Spider-Man suit at all. It just had the touches to it that reminds you of it. And you also can tell, I think it's a big spoiler. If you look at the gloves, you can see big bulges around the wrist, which indicates that he's not going to have self-made webbing. He's going to create the webbing some point in the movie. Which which I would agree with. I, I I, I think I like that better. 
Well, like, in different yeah. worlds, like, in different Spider-Man universes, like, Ultimate, um, Spectacular, and, like, all these different, the Amazing Spider-Man, um, which one, did, um, which one is he that he has self-grabbing, like, it's natural, instead of him making it? Um, in the Amazing, for, for a good, I think a good three, four hundred issues? Mm-hmm. I think I have to say, since the first Spider-Man movie, in the comic book, Spider-Man has self-contained webbing. After after the reboot of the of the comic book series, then they went right like right after after him and Mary Jane made that deal with Mephisto. That's when Peter See, Parker. My, my friend, my friend hate hate that comic for one more day. Yeah, uh, for everybody day. hates that. Like he's not uh, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, he would not read um Superman Earth One, even though I say it's a good book. He's like, no, he ruined Spider Man for me. I would never read that. Okay. J. Michael Straczynski will, for infamy, will, will live down in infamy as the the butcher of Spider-Man. Yeah, but I think he did a pretty good job with Thor. And I think he did a good job with Superman Earth 1. But when it comes to Spider-Man... No, it just we agree him. there. Yeah, we agree. It's yeah, I read, I read that. Um, I, first, I, I read this uh, Spider-Man... St- like, first my friend showed me... I forgot what was it called. It was Spider-Man old, living in the future with Mary Jane dead. Um, Spider-Man Rain. Uh, yeah, Rain, Dark Rain. That was a good you. story. Hey, Hell yeah, like, it was. He's like, oh, God, I have to show you some bad shit now. And he just pulled Ooh. it out. I'm like, oh, God. And but when he does, sorry, when he know, does, go ahead. You don't know, you go ahead. I was like, yeah, go ahead. When he does many issues, when he does special edition issues, it's like, a miniseries, he shines. That's what I like about J. Michael Siski. He, JMS, I'm just going to say the, the, the short version. He shines with miniseries. When it comes to ongoing series, he sucks. I, I, I hate you know, it. A lot of it, yeah, I think I a lot it. of it is because he doesn't have, he has wonderful, wonderful short-term, you know, uh, creativity. But when it's long-term, I think he, you know, runs out of good shit right away. I know, and he does. I like. I hate what he did. I, I don't read Superman anymore or Wonder Woman because of him. I don't like what he did to Wonder Woman. I got used to. The, I got used to her new costume, so I can't bitch about that no more. Holy I got shit! Used to it. Holy shit! This man's been ruining franchises for people. Holy shit! This man yeah, ruined, you know ruined Superman before he got on the Superman Earth One. He ruined Superman. Superman grounded. I don't give a shit about him talking to other people around the 50 states. Give him somebody to fight. Have him re- have him connect with the new Batman. I don't give a damn what everything else what, uh, is going on. I really don't. Um, we already know why we hate Spider-Man because of him. But he did give us the organic of Peter Parker making his own organic webs. That's the one credit I can give him of him having Peter Parker do again instead of having... And you know he was also the reason why he died the first time and came back. Let that be known. Peter Parker has technically died in an Amazing Spider-Man book. It did not have been featured in the Spider-Man book for one issue. Came back and that's when he started doing that organic webbing. Damn, JMS. <laughs> back on the Josh. movie. Josh. Josh. Is he still alive? I got a yeah, I'm, I'm still here. I just, I really know nothing about comics, so I haven't really got <laughs> anything. Out of his, out of his, out of his element. I'm gonna go right into his. I'm gonna go right into movies. 
I got a proposition for you, Josh. Go. I want you to rape (laughs) JMS to death. Earth one, Earth one doesn't make up for his crimes. Earth one, it, it just gives a bare taste of him making up his crimes. If you have, <laughs> if anybody hasn't read Superman Earth one, read it. It's actually, it's actually good. I'll give him that. But Josh, what do you think about the movie Spider-Man costume, the new, new version, compared to uh, the old one? Well, compared to the the old movie. Uh, yeah, the the first three movies. Uh. My first reaction to it is that it looks a lot darker. I mean, not only is the picture darker, but it looks like the spider is kind of like dangling. I I don't know. I I I saw a smaller picture of it, so I might be wrong, but it did look like it was dead center. It looked like it was kind of a little like disheveled. The entire costume. It, so not as pristine as the one that you see in uh, the first three movies. I'm not talking about, like, as bad as his homemade costume was when he went and fought Bonesaw uh, when he first became Spider-Man. I'm talking, like, the full-on costume. And, yeah, yeah it, it, it looks okay, but I it's not the, it's not the ones that I'm used to, and... I just, I, I don't like that. I, I, I think I've talked about this before. I really don't like what they're doing with all the comic book movies, how they keep rebooting them. It's not only Spider-Man. What, what, it's what, I, what, everything. what I think they should do was, like, they, um, they shouldn't have rebooted. They should have kept it, you know. You know how they had, like, Ultimate Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man and stuff? They should have gone that route. Like, they should have kept that Spider-Man and made this one Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, wouldn't you get tired of seeing a Spider-Man movie every, you know, six months? But, uh, yeah, oh, that, that is true, and people don't get that, too, that they're two different universes. So, yeah, yeah. You, have to, you have to be a comic book buff to know that. So, yeah, you're yeah. right. Speaking yeah, of like, X-Men, though, Justin, since you touched on it, um, is when I didn't have a problem when they was going to set it in the 1960s. I really didn't. But... When they started talking, uh, but when they started talking about, at first, okay, wait, no, I take that back. I take that. I really, really take that back. When they first talked about X Men First Class, I thought it was going to be like how they do with Spider Man, sending them back into their teenage years. So, which means I thought they was going to reboot the franchise with Gene Cyclops, Angel, Iceman, and Beast. Those are the original five X Men. Yep. Yeah. That's what I thought the, the movie was. And then when they said it was going to be Wolverine taking care of the new X-Men that was in the last movie, I thought that was a great idea. We didn't hear anything, anything else after that until after the first Wolverine movie. And then we got what is now this X-Men movie that will be out later this year. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, until I see something, I'm not looking for it to this X-Men movie that's coming up. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with you, Desmond. Yeah, it, it, it's not only what they're doing to the X-Men. I think it's just the reboots in general. But, I mean, I I know, first of all, that comic books lend themselves to reboots given all the different universes that they have. Like, like Spider-Man, they talked about that. 
there's so many different universes, so it's uh, it's pretty easy to reboot the movies and just put it in a different Spider-Man universe. But for somebody who watches movies, I don't like it. having to go see a set of three movies, getting into that, and then having it start all over again in ten years. I know, it, like I said, it lends itself to comic books, but I think the only reason they do it is so they don't lose the license. I don't think it has yeah. anything that's nature of the comic books is because they don't make a movie every so many years. The license reverts back to DC or uh, Marvel. And Craig, and that's a big problem. I think that's why they're probably cluttering the entire comic book genre. Yeah, and and what's a what's a prime example is you know now they're, they're hurrying up and try to put. Okay, now he's, here's the questions. <laughs> that, that's the new jingle for us. Um, Nacho. The first one's from Nacho. The fool. The people that... The person we love to hate. Um, which comic book... Based, which comic-based movie will be the best one? Desmond, I know you itched to answer this one. Yes, yes, I am. Um, and there's going to be plenty... Of, there's going to be plenty that's coming up this year. Even some indie uh, comic book movies like uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid 2... Um, but I think out of all of them, I think the number one is probably going to be Thor. I think exactly. Thor is going to is going to trump everything else. Even I think it's going to even trump Captain America. The reason why is Thor is the first fantasy comic book movie that's coming out from Marvel. So I think they're really, I think Marvel's banking on Thor to be good, so they can segue into Cap and into the Avengers. Wow, that's surprising, man. I I didn't think you were gonna sway that way. <laughs> but the reason why I'm not picking Green Lantern is because I even though I can't wait to see the movie, I just can't get over the fact of the CGI of it, the way how it the way how it looks. I need to see something more. It look and I need to see something more cleanly. Um, something that looks pretty much closely done. When I see the CGI on Thor, it looks. Amazing. Yes, it does. But when I'm looking at the Green Lantern, it's still amazing to see how Planet Oa looks. It's just when you get to the actual characters and how they're how they each lantern looks, it looks really, really brushly done. But at the same so, time, you got to take into consideration that was just the uh, the trailer, you know. So maybe yeah, they just I, didn't I do have know. Enough I do know it's just. I do know it's just the trailer, but I think the trailer should show like the finished product instead of like a testing. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was gonna say. It, um, it looked like it was just put together. So yeah, I'm assuming right. maybe some near close to the release of Green Lantern, which is not that long. It's gonna be out in June, so that's another couple of months away. So I'm assuming maybe in April or May we're gonna get another concrete, maybe a clean looking trailer. So for right now. Even though I'm a Mad Green Lantern fan, I'm going with Thor. I'd say February 6th, we'll get a good trailer, good look at the trailer. 
Super yeah. Bowl. Oh yeah, all the almost guaranteed that they'll have a, a Super Bowl trailer, and maybe a little bit longer of a trailer at that. Yeah. Okay, um, Tino, what's your movie? Oh It's a, it's a toss up right now. I mean, I, I, I mean, I agree with Desmond. I think four is going to be one of the just one of the biggest money makers of the year. But I think I'm going to have to go with Captain America because the audience, I, I believe, is broader. You know, uh, set in a, you know, it's a time period piece. Uh, at the same time, it's comic book piece. And it's it, so far from what the pictures and stuff like this, I, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. They've, uh, they've, um, they've uh, you know, shown how, you know, realistic they can make Captain America. Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm going in the order of the people that loves comic books. So, um, I no no I should I should have put Tino first because he's been yeah. in way more. <laughs> but then order doesn't matter anymore. Then Josh, what about you? Um, I, there's not a lot coming out this year that I, I really know too much about. Um, there's no Spider-Man, no Batman, no Superman, no X-Men. Uh, not yes, even. there is. X Men First Class is coming out this year. Oh, it is. I didn't know they were coming yeah. out this year. Um, but still, I I don't like what they're doing with X Men anyway. But I would probably have to go with Green Lantern simply because I'm a huge fan of Ryan Reynolds. So uh, basically, I'll watch anything that he's in. Lucky and... trailers, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Oh, yeah. There's a reason why he's the sexiest man on earth, Victoria. <laughs> well, the only, the only reason he That's is... a man crush I, on. I pulled myself away from the nomination. <laughs> if, dude, he was married to Scarlett Johansson. I can't believe that. And I'm the one that turned... I'm the one that kicked her out of my bed, so... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... He green lantern for me. Okay, um, Benny, what about you, man? Okay, so is this our favorite, like, the movie we're looking forward to, or what's going to do the best? Movies, comic movies we're looking forward to this year. Oh, really? Okay. I thought it was, like, a numbers thing. Uh, is Cap, Cap's coming out this year? Yeah. Yes. What about Avengers? Is that coming out next year? No, next um, year. 20, yeah, next year. All right, well, then I have to go to Captain America. Personally. I... Obviously, as you guys know, I'm not too much into comics, but I've always had a fondness of um, Captain America. Green Lantern, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that, but, I mean, to be honest, I don't I don't think it's going to be stellar. However, I do, to be honest, I, I actually just went to watch The Green Hornet today, and um, I saw the, the Thor trailer for that. I'm actually really not impressed by the movie at all. To be honest, I'm looking Wait, forward to it. you guys see the Thor trailer during Green Hornet? Yeah. You oh, shut your mouth, man. <laughs> I got to see crappy trailers during my Green Hornet showing. So, so, so anyway, like I'm, uh, hopefully it's just early, and of course I hope I'm wrong. But I overall, I'm just, I'm just not impressed at all, really. the trailer I saw a couple months ago, I was not impressed by the movie at all. It's like yeah, but is high risk of being. Very m- mediocre, like B movie ish, almost. Oh, you're oh, 
I swear to God. The way comic books that these were, I was thinking on par with Masters of the Universe. Ooh. I love Masters you know Honestly, what? I feel like they just took. I think they just took a page from. What's the Grendel CG movie? Oh, Beowulf. Beowulf, yeah, that movie. That's all I could think about. And, I, and the movie was cool, but I mean, I. I okay. I'm just not excited for that movie. I'm honestly much more excited for uh, Green Lantern, and I'm not really going to judge that movie for its uh, CG. I'm just going to enjoy it, and. I mean, that's, again, it's my opinion. If you guys want to come and murder me in my sleep, do so after I watch Green Lantern and before I watch Thor. Josh would do that. He would hey, do man. that. No, no, no. I'm going to make sure you're awake when I murder you. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, for me, like, I'm, you know, I, I collect comic books, but really, this is not my genre. I'm not into well-established superheroes, you know, Um, but it... That's the only thing that's coming out, relative superheroes. Um, so, let's see. I'm looking forward to the most is, I guess. Well, I don't know. I, I'm not looking forward to any of them. Well, I'm looking forward to all of them. That's what I'm going to say. I don't look forward to any of them any, any more than the other. Because um, this, this is my reasons. This is my reasons. Um, Thor, I think it's interesting. You, I like the concept of it, the concept of art. The costumes, it looks really cool. Um, taking a peek into Asgard, you know, seeing what Thor was. Like, um, see, remember when the scene where Thor's hammer is, like, in the middle of the ground and there's, like, this big old crater? Like, um, actually seeing that come to life and um, seeing that in the comic book, that's really cool. Um, so that's why I like it. Um, and you actually get to... I, I never understand Thor as a character. I didn't understand his mythos or anything. It's like, is he, was he hosting some some human's body? Or was he tossed down from Asgard and being a human? Like, now we'll find out all this stuff. Um, now, for my reasons, like in Captain America, um, you know, Chris Evans is a real established actor in the comic book world. You know, he does lots of comic book roles like um, um, Fantastic Four, Scott Pilgrim. The um, Losers. The Losers. You know, he loves comic books himself. I, I, he must if he keep on accepting all these comic book roles. Um, so I think he's going to be great in Captain America. I think he's ready for it. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And it takes place during World War II, right? Yes. Okay. You know, and, and for those who, who think he can't, you know, hold a movie or, you know, carry a movie, cellular. That's all I got to say. <laughs> did we mention that? Yes, we ago? did. We did. <laughs> Somebody said it was a horrible movie. I forgot. I think it was Josh. Oh, Josh. Yeah, I said, yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Because dude. John Shepard wasn't in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it. <laughs> but I got to say, though, um, I think the one... That I might be the least excited about is Greenlander. I tell you why, Desi D. I tell you why. Um, I think I, I think I have the same problems with it as you do. The CGI is not cutting it. You know, I've seen greater things. Like after Scott Pilgrim showing off their CGI, they got back their shit up. Um, especially wait, wait, Scott Pilgrim is not that epic in scale, though. What do you mean, Desmond? Desmond, if you look, if you look you at Greenlander. Choose your words no. carefully. Well, uh, dude, don't, don't 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 challenge me. I swear to God, don't challenge me. I will <laughs> pull out my I will pull out my Zanpakuto and I will find you. 
I even have a Green Lantern ring. You better hope it ain't real. Really? Um, because I got the number one comic. Do you? Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> shit. No, he did it. No, he did it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have Shout that. Shout out to my own podcast. What the fuck? <laughs> damn. 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 All right. All right. Yeah, you got one. me on that. You got me on that. I can admit. You do got me on that. I don't have Green Lantern H1. I don't. But I do have a signed copy of Thor by Stan Lee. Okay. How did this turn into a nerd out? I don't know, but I'm going to finish what I'm saying. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss this later in comics, okay? Now, <laughs> Green Lantern is on a galaxy-wide epic scale. So when it comes to their CGI and their effects, it's going to be a lot more than Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim is contained in the area where they're at. Canada, so of be, all places. Yeah, Canada. <laughs> so if you look at Scott Pilgrim, it's the effects that goes according to that city. So even especially like um, fighting, like when you're fighting, we're suspecting seeing things in video games that are going to be, and if you read the books also, what you're going to see in the movie. So it has to go according along to that. But as for Green Lantern, everything is going to be made up. Everything is going to be real big. But, like, no, no, but you can't but, use that. You can't use that as goose. Avatar did that shit. And look at that shit. That. It was incredible, man. Okay, okay, look. Let me put it in perspective for you, Ray. Yes. Scott Pilgrim, I believe its budget for it was about $80 million. Yes. Do you know the budget for Green Lantern, Des? About $200 million, probably? $100 to $200 million? About 100 I think about 100 Closer to 200 Okay, 100 Avatar was over half a billion. Okay, end of story. There's no comparison. Okay, okay, budget, okay. Ended it. He ended it. There we go. Okay, Benny, you jerk off. And even though it, the CGI is going to be crappy as balls, I don't like... I, I think it's going to be the le- least impressive one. It's not that bad. I, I even think, though I'm rooting for Thor, I'm just going to say this. I'm going to I'm gonna go to Silkscreen, and I'm going to print out a Green Lantern t-shirt, and I'm going to wear my ring and my t-shirt, and I'm going to sit in that damn movie theater proudly watching Green Lantern. Yep. And you're going to think about how I have the number one comic. <laughs> no, by, by that by that by that point, I'll probably totally forget about that. <laughs> but to think of it, remember, you know, in the comic books, you know, um, this is um, pertaining to the suit that he's wearing. Um, you know, you remember all the superheroes? They have the abs and all their muscles sewing through. You know, their costumes. You like how else he's gonna um, show his abs and muscles through the costume? Why the hell do you care? That's what. That's how they do it in the comic books. Yeah, that's how they do in the comic books. I really don't want to get... I don't give a damn how their body going to look in the suits now, in, in, especially in movies, man. Oh, yeah, so I'm a little bit weirded out, right? So you don't want to... Um, so you don't care about the costume looking weird, then? The costume... I kind of I kind of get what they're saying. Have a, if, Since the ring is alien, you have their suits alien. Okay, I can understand that. I can understand that, but I really don't give a damn about how their body looks. I don't. I don't. Now, unless they made Ryan Reynolds look uh, like nothing, not in close resembling his human self, yes, I could give a shit. But body form, muscle, abs, hell no. Is I don't this, give a shit de- about that. Is this Desi D's opinion time? You don't want to bring up about how the body's I think, we, I think it was Ray's opinion time. 
I'm sorry, but you don't want to be brought up on bodies and shit, race? making people feel uncomfortable. What's the race of pigeon time? Girl, girl, <laughs> hey, pick one. Either fight about it or let's move on. Let's move on, please. Let's move on. Oh, on, so come. you're not a so you're not a man, huh? You don't want to fight about it. Okay, boys. The next question is by Dubinskis from T-Back Radio. Thank you, Dub, for Dead Space. It's wonderful. Always enjoy having free games. Um, okay, the question you asked, what games have you not finished playing that you feel guilty for not finishing or playing at all? Um, Benny, you go first. I mean, I really feel bad for not... I mean, I know you totally didn't disagree with this, Ray. But I feel really bad for not finishing Fable 3. I knew you was going to say, damn it. Well, I practically <laughs> gave myself away. <laughs> I mean, I really like that game. And I was having fun. I was just looking at it like I was, I was like I'm going to look at Green Lancer. Just going to have a fun time. Not even going to be, be super critical about it. Uh, and just have a fun time. And the game was fun. And I, I think it was on our first episode of our podcast and I was complaining about games not being fun and that game is fun like for me for me I'm not going to say it's fun for everyone but it has that fun factor what it does even though it doesn't do incredibly well it's it's fun Uncharted 2 does not do does not give me that to me personally it does not give that give that to me Uncharted 2 entertains you? entertains me it's all about the action. It's more cin- it's cinematic. It's more of an experience, and not about fun factor. Yeah, I can I can I can relate. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, if I had to recommend one game over the other, I would recommend Uncharted <laughs> Two. But that's just me. Okay. Based on an entertaining experience. Right. Cool. Hmm. Okay. Um, Desmond, what about you? Desmond? Um, <laughs> Are um, you drinking something? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Desmond. He doesn't I'm sorry. Have, he doesn't have Green Lantern once, and now he's just drinking himself to death. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. It's good. Stop drinking. Hard liquor. All right. All right. Okay. Um, actually, I have not played one game that I haven't f- never felt bad about not playing. Um, not passing. Um, but I will say I played one game that I'm very glad I didn't pass. My Nation Racers. I'm glad I got rid of that fucking game. Oh, that game was a fucking annoying. And that's it. Okay. Um. Josh. Uh, real quick, real quick, guys, remind me to talk about that game after we're done recording. Okay. Josh, what up? What about you? Um, I would, so we talked about it earlier, um, Dead Space, uh, I, I really did like what I played a bit, I think I played like the first seven chapters, but a lot of it has to do with the atmosphere, and I like listening to podcasts while I'm playing games, so, and I don't like listening to podcasts while I'm playing that, so it has to be something that I'm in the mood to play, but not listen to a podcast while I'm playing, oh. I'll, I'll eventually finish it, but just not yet. And the other one would probably be Bioshock. Ooh. I 
I think I finished just the first chapter of that, and I just wasn't feeling it. But with all the talk and praise that it's gotten, it makes me want to finish it to see what it's all about. That game is all about the atmosphere, so, yeah. Yeah, that's another that's another reason why I didn't play it. I didn't finish it. But I wasn't into that as much as I was into Dead Space. Um, Tino, oh, what about you, man? Oh, man, you're going to, all of you going to laugh at me. Ben, you already know. Uh, Super Mario Brothers. Really? The original one. The original one. I'm okay. not even joking. Oh, yeah. Um, um, I read that off your profile on your um, gaming website. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely true. I mean, I've I've did a speed run of Legend of Zelda in 32 minutes, and but I have never beaten Super Mario Brothers. Uh, when I was a kid, um, I think Brandon was still crapping his pants. Uh, either I have, Will do. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. I got so frustrated with the game because I get to level eight, I get I get to the castle, and that fucking turtle slash dinosaur would always get me every time, every time. So I got so frustrated, I actually took the cartridge out of the system and threw it in the trash. Damn. I. I've never beaten it either. I think I might have made it to that final castle once. Yeah, my uh, my mom beat the hell out of me for that. Yeah, I'm still scared of her. <laughs> um, for me, I guess it's all the scary games out there, all the horror games like Resident Evil, all those. I never finished it because why? I don't like scary games. But Dead Space, you're gonna be the first. You're gonna pop my horror game cherry um, <laughs> but um yeah um that's I'm gonna finish Dead Space but um another game that I didn't finish I'm not kinda ashamed of it because it's been a while hey, it's been a while since it released it date it dated you know it aged it didn't age pretty well I tried to play Gears of War a month ago and I was like fuck it this game is too ugly for me I can't play it um let's see another game that I didn't finish Oh yeah, the Final Fantasies. I didn't finish the Final Fantasy yet, except number seven. So I'm ashamed of myself. But yeah, there you have it, folks. I never finished the Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy except Final Fantasy seven. Yeah, you should be ashamed. Don't feel bad. I've only finished seven and eight. But I have good reasons, though. When I played number, when I had number ten, my PS2 broke. So that was a good reason. Well, that. What yeah, is up with you and PlayStation? Family. Little Brothers. When you have Little Brothers, man. I have Little Brothers. Not but, to yeah, say. Yeah, tell me about it, right? Not to Jesus. say. They broke <laughs> all my systems. So, yeah, man. Um, The next question is by um, Shop Shot Apollo from T-Bag Radio also. Um, Let's see. He asks... Several franchises have had the pleasure of carrying over to another generation of consoles. Which new franchise do you hope carries over to the next generation? Benny? Pass. <laughs> let, let Benny think. Um, Desmond, what about you? Um, damn, that's a damn good question. 
Um, <laughs> okay, Josh, uh, what about you? Yeah. Uh, I'd probably say Mass Big Planet. <laughs> well, Mass Effect's going to end with Mass Effect 3, so I, it's not going to carry over. Uh, okay. Little Big Planet's the one that I can basically... The only ones that I can think of are Mass Effect and... Uh, are Mass Effect. <laughs> Little Big Planet and Uncharted. And I'm not even sure Uncharted will carry over because I've heard that's only supposed to be a, a, a series as well. So um, I'm thinking Resistance will end before then. Uh, pretty, yeah, those are the big ones that came out this generation that have the possibility, but I really only think Little Big Planet will. Okay. Um, what about you, Tina? Legend of Zelda, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. That's not this gen, though. What are you talking about? <laughs> it come out this gen. I it's think... not new to this generation. Oh, oh, oh. well, I mis uh, I misunderstood the the question then. Okay, uh, Batman, the Arkham, you know, series. That I think I think that should carry over. Okay. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's all I can think of right now. I, I set up for I set up for the wrong question. Uh, okay, um, Desmond, have you thought of yours yet? Hell no, because this is a damn good question. Benny, what about you, man? Borderlands, Borderlands, definitely. Sorry. Right. Reread the question to me. Okay. Um. Okay, the question is. Um, several franchises have had the pleasure of carrying over to another generation of consoles. Which new franchise do you hope carries over to the next generation? I think Dead Space would be great. Assassin's Creed, that that um that series definitely needs to go over because I mean Assassin's Creed was really like the first game that was maybe somewhat of um uh What's the zo- the zombie mall game? Is that oh, on um, Dead Rising. Dead Rising. Okay. Um, what about I don't want to give away spoilers. But uh, with Dead with um, Assassin's Creed and Dead Rising, those were like really the first two games that couldn't really be done. More so, Assassin's Creed couldn't really be done on the previous gen consoles. And we look at Assassin's Creed Two and San uh, Brotherhood. I mean, they're definitely showing their age as far as graphics capability. And really, all the what we need is just a stronger console, and the Assassin's Creed is really the game that's perfect for that. Hmm. Well, I gotta agree with you, man. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Um, also, Grand Theft Auto seems like they're still still hurting. Okay, fuck Grand Theft Auto. Amen. <laughs> but um, Red Dead Redemption be nice. No, no, never mind. Red Dead Redemption was great on the PS2. Um, I would like, I would love to see Batman Arkham Asylum carry over to the to the next gen um and the other examples that Benny used I would love to see those also so th- that's my answer okay I'm moving on to the next question okay what's the hate on JRPGs Mark the Canadian um let's see who's going to take this question first Benny take it away question is basically what's up with all the hating on the JRPGs? Yeah. Well, I mean, one, I mean, Japanese gaming as far as, like, Japanese-made games are kind of dying. 
take a look at these past couple of TGSs. And one of the main developers themselves said, "Look, look, coming to TGS this year, he's like a big, big time developer. I forgot who it was." Hideo uh, Kojima. No, it was someone not quite that big, but pretty big. Uh, I, at least I don't think it was him. He said, "Like this, is, this proves it." I mean, look at Tokyo Game Show, and you could tell, you could see the Japanese game is dead. And really, I mean, last big. JRPG that I could think of that came out was Final Fantasy 13, and we really, I'm, I really dislike that game big time. I do not like it. It's a beautiful game, but I really dislike it. And in the end, traditionally, however, historically speaking, usually what has has happened is that Japanese they thought of an awesome idea, they did it, didn't do it so well, and American developers basically stole the idea or borrowed it or whatever and made it awesome. So. But in the end, I think RPG elements are definitely on the rise. But JRPGs in general, I think they're pretty much dying. It's not dead already. Rest in peace. Okay, um, Desmond, how do you feel about this? JRPGs, what? All the hate? Yeah. Uh, I don't necessarily have a problem with um, JRPGs. And I don't see it with all the hate about it also. Um, I think the only thing that's stemming from the hate of them is the what Square Enix is doing to their Final Fantasy games. This is from what I'm from what I'm hearing. But from what I'm seeing, I don't I haven't played an actual JRPG game since Final Fantasy Seven and Legend of the Dragons. So other than that, I don't see anything wrong with the current with current JRPGs right now. Honestly, I don't. So I, I, that is a good question. What is up with all the hate? Tell me. Um. Okay. Um. Josh, what about you? I think it's. Uh, it has a lot to do with the fact that it, we're a new generation of gamers. Well, <coughs> we're in a new generation of gamers. So the people who are playing now aren't necessarily the people who were playing 10 years ago, 15 years ago, when JRPGs were at their peak. Um, so we're, they're not used to that kind of art style, the, the turn-based uh, games and stuff like that. And I think it has a lot to do with the culture. I'll, that's more targeted towards the Japanese culture, obviously, because they're made by Japanese. And I think it's just that a lot of the Western people, uh, both in the United States and Europe, just aren't into the Japanese culture. I'm not, uh, and it has a lot to do with that, the art style, and they seem to be a lot of cookie cutters, basically, taking the same kind of basic gameplay elements, storyline elements, and stuff like that, character models, all that. They, a lot of times, they just look the same, even different, completely different games, completely different companies, it still, it seems like you played one, you played them all. That's just my impressions of it. Like I said, I haven't really played a JRPG since Final Fantasy VIII. Shit. Okay, um, Tino, how do you feel, man? Actually, I feel pretty, pretty strongly about the subject. Um, you know, Ben can can test this. He uh, he knows how I am. You know what? I think the problem with JRPGs is the lack of creativity, the cliches, you know, you always have that child, you know, in the, in the, in the party, if you will, you know, uh, it, 
and it's just like like Josh said, you know, finally we agree on something. You know, the cookie cutter. It seems like the same old story. I mean, <clears throat> this generation I've played Final Fantasy thirteen, Infinite Undiscovery, Star Ocean, The Last Hope, uh, The Last Remnant, Tales of Vesperia. I'm a big, big JRPG fan because I love how epic and large the scale can become with them. And the only one that I was impressed with was Tales of Vesperia. I've actually went out and I bought it again to play through it because I needed my JRPG fix. Said so what these guys need to do is start listening to consumers and develop something that they want. I.e., Final Fantasy VII would be a would be a perfect example. We've been screaming for it for how many years now? Like four, at least. You know. And uh, my point is, they need to sit down and produce a quality product. You know, fuck the cliches and give me a little bit of realism intermixed with JRPG elements. Yeah. Actually, I I want to uh, talk something about uh, some more about Final Fantasy VII. People are going to hate me for all what I've been talking <laughs> about Final Fantasy VII. Uh, it doesn't really seem so much like an RPG, at least not compared to, like, um, Western RPGs, especially, like, you get experience points and everything, you level up, but you're not, you don't control anything when you level up. It's not like Fallout, where you can, like, put attributes towards your, your weapon strength, your speech, stuff like that, and it's, uh, it's not like Mass Effect, where, uh, you're putting it uh, towards your biotic powers or whatnot. It's just, you See? level up, your strength goes up a little, your dexterity goes up a little, and whatnot. I mean, you can somewhat manipulate stuff with your materia, but mostly what that's manipulating is your HP and your MP, and that's about as far as you can control your character. Let, let, let me have this one, Ray, please. Oh, man, I was Okay, you can have it. Yeah. How in the Captain Caveman knuckle piss <laughs> can you compare Final, uh, Final Fantasy VII, <laughs> Mass Effect, and Western RPGs? Western RPGs wasn't even a tickle in you know in anybody's nutsack back in oh, 1997. I, 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 I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying, how is that in RPG though? <laughs> you don't get to manipulate anything. You don't get but, to. No, for the thing is that um, Russian RPGs came at mo most of them came after JRPGs. Yeah, I know, I know. But, and that's... So, that's JRPGs define RPGs. Yeah, it, uh, Western RPGs was an, was an evolution. You know, it, J, uh, Final Fantasy VII helped evolve. You know, it evolved. The elements in that game evolved into what Western RPGs eventually are now. I know. You know? I'm just saying, it, compared to what RPGs have become... Final Fantasy VII doesn't seem like an RPG in any way because you don't get to control what you do to your character. And it's like sometimes you might find something, one of those items that will make your strength go up one point. But that's like there's like five of those in the entire game. Yeah, but I mean that's, that's neither here nor there. Okay, you know what? Why in the Christ wasn't there anti-lock breaks in the 1940s? 
Because nobody, it wasn't, it was, the technology wasn't there, the thought wasn't there, the creativity wasn't there just yet. There was nothing yes. to build off of. Yes, I, I know, but that doesn't answer my question. I, I, I'm saying, how is that an RPG? Like, this is what I say, um, JRPGs created RPGs, period. They, did, Western RPGs are based off of JRPGs. We all know JRPGs, they wouldn't be no Western RPGs. I, I'm not entirely sure about that. Um, before there was ever JRPGs, there was Dungeons and Dragons, and there was those are, the, uh, that's the role, that's, that's, that's board game. You know, yeah. I, I think I and, think what you're getting at here, those that's what evolved into uh, JRPGs. Yeah, that that is why I evolved to JRPGs. We talking about video games. We're not talking about board games. Yeah, okay. Um, hey, hey, I got it. I got it. I got it. I think what, what you're the asking reason why JRPGs dominated first was because that's where the games were coming out of. The first big company like to really catch on was Nintendo. So they're a Japanese company. It only makes sense that the the games that were the RPGs that came out were JRPGs. So right. when you start seeing more and more American developers, you start seeing uh, American uh, and Western RPGs. Right. There, I mean, but here, here's I think what you're asking is how was Final Fantasy VII an RPG? Yeah. Everything else is irrelevant. I would say because at the time there was no such thing as an you know adventure game with RPG elements. You know, it was a genre. You know, uh, it was a stone genre, and if it fell into it, that's what it was. You know, I would say that using today's standards, you know, up against today's type of games, Final Fantasy VII was an art adventure game with RPG elements and a turn-based battle system. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I'm saying. Okay. Here's my thoughts with this. Um. Western RPGs really is catering to us. People have gotten lazy. They don't like sticking strategically anymore. Like, but like, what? Look at Mass Effect. What the? What's what's their RPG in that game? Like, all you have to do is like, it's like a third-person shooter to me. That's all. The only thing that's RPG to me is like the um the skills. That's like the only thing that's RPG to me. You can't change your armor. You can't change your weapons. Um, people are talking about Mass Effect 2 right now. Yes, I'm talking about Mass Effect 2. That had a, all kinds of categories that you could upgrade. There was, I, for Shepard, there was, I think, like 11 different categories that you, you could upgrade. And there's a bunch of different weapons. Yeah, that, I said you, could, you can um, get your skills, but you can't go to the store and buy a new weapon or anything anymore. Get to yeah, but I mean... Alright, so you get to choose your skills. How's that role playing? It's role playing because you're you're creating your character. How you no 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 no. Role playing is when you get you adapt a character. You go into a character. You play his story. That's role playing to me. Like yeah, anything. You, I, yeah, I you become a character. You make the decision. Everything's free to turn. No, that's you. That's you. If you want, decision. if you want role playing, play Dungeons and Dragons. Let's move on. In um, Final Fantasy, this, this, this has turned into just too big of a question. You know, this yeah. right here could be a segment in itself. <laughs> yeah. It, it was. Like we really had the discussion, actually. Like I said, if we want to play RPG, Dungeons and Dragons. Yep. 
Well, Dungeons Dungeons & Dragons is a very old game, but a lot of people love it still. But like I said, JRPGs is where it's at. Okay, moving on to the next question. Let's see. The next question is AJ. We all know that um, that IG is looking for a new VJ. No, just not a vagina. But, um, <laughs> a video jockey. Giggity, giggity. A video jockey. Um, well, technically, they are looking for a vagina because you know it's going to be a girl who gets that. <laughs> oh, my God. He got me. He got me. Zing. You got me, dude. Um, damn it. I wasn't expecting that. Fuck you, Josh. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways, um, AJ's question is who do you think is going to be the next um, VJ? For IGN. Benny. I think somebody already just said it. What? No, I say who. Like, a person specifically. Who Benny. the hell do we know? I don't know. Just think of a TV personality that she thinks is interesting. That has a vagina. Uh, oh, Who? I, I've got two. Josh, you go ahead. I got another question. Um, first, like, we were talking about this last night in Tiny Chat. So, um, we were t- Jeff, who was on this podcast before, just some dude, he's going to apply, and we're all backing him, though so we think he basically has no chance. But <laughs> who I would like to see is Lisa Follies. If you Foils. <laughs> Foils? I thought it was Follies, sorry. Um, <laughs> That shows I, I I I follow her on Twitter and I watch her videos whenever she uh, she posts something on there and I like them I think she does a good job uh, she they were talking about it, it's like she kind of comes off as uh, kind of an earhead but I think that's her intent in the videos she writes it all herself and everything like that so uh, watch them they're they're pretty entertaining so I think she has to have some talent in order for for to come off like it does, and I like it. I think she'd be good for IGN. Okay. Right, What's job tell? Okay. I'm doing everything, like studying on a Jessica Chobot, um, letting her be your mentor, doing the shit that she does. Probably doing it um another show segment. Maybe they adding on to it. You know um, who? You know who they should get? Who? Me and you. <laughs> No uh, shit. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not joking. I'm not. I'm, I'm being serious. I'm actually serious. We did nerds against the world. We we pretty much showed when we was doing those episodes, different my Jenners online doing what they love and talking about what they love. If anything, we should be on there. I don't think I fit one of the requirements. Wasn't one of the requirements. Oh yeah, woman. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm saying this. We should. They should get. I know we're not the best. Well, I should. I think I look good. I don't give a fuck what everybody says. They really need real people. I'm not like real people in the within the community of IGN or my IGN on there, and not just another celebrity. I would agree with you, Desmond. But you know, I also wanted to add in that it's a good thing that you didn't give, that you don't give a fuck about what people think, because if you did. You know you don't look that good, man. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be on the record, Desmond, pretty handsome guy. <laughs> oh my 
Giggity giggity. <laughs> but you know, um, who do you think should go on? Well, I'm actually uh, gonna put my, you know, uh, my uh, stamp of approval on my girl, Hey Cherry. She's uh, looking to apply, and the relationship she and I have is she's my nice chow to my Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> okay. So that's what I got to say about that. She's got a great personality. She's wait, fun. She's witty, and she's got a great sense of humor. Wait, wait. So you go out with her, and she's underage, and you you cheat on her with another girl that you love more than her. <laughs> <laughs> and you just leave no, her feet at the end of the room. So, so okay, and ready. Right. <laughs> you're going to flowers yeah. that you would actually want to be on there. Then. <laughs> No, I'm saying that she loves me. That's true. That's true. Yeah, but you obviously don't love her, so then who do you love? <laughs> None of your fucking business, Josh. Josh is about to go out and rape them. <laughs> Good call, Tito. Good call. Hey, come on, Josh. I got my anti-rape device. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the people that I'm hoping that might get it is Hey Cherry. You know, she's attractive to me. To me, you know, she looks attractive to us. me. Um, to us. Here we go. We're getting looks again. Um, man. Okay, man. Yo, I'm just being realistic. I'm just being realistic. Realistic, man. I mean, be realistic. If she's gonna be a video, uh, you know, a video jockey, you gotta be able to look at her. I mean, you, I mean, I know that I would want to see the elephant man giving me news. <laughs> I don't think anybody would throw up if it's another elephant man on the news. No, actually, I would probably want to see that. <laughs> that would be pretty fucking cool. Um, oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, Lisa Foils, I would love to see her on there because she's hot. She's been on TV before. She was on All That. She yeah. was? Yeah. You haven't watched All That? I watched All That, but I don't remember her. I yeah, even she, was in, I, she was in one of the newer seasons. She looks a total different, man. She's, like, taller. Uh, she's blonde now. She has bigger boobs. That's probably why. <laughs> I don't on All That, but I didn't huh? watch that like, 95. Just YouTube it. Like just, just YouTube it. Lisa Foyles on, on All That. But, um... But yeah, um, also any isms. They had lots of people that was on um, the fix one week, um, host, um, guest hosting it. So they can look pick throughout all those hot girls that they have. The thing is that um, had me thinking that they will be picking girls. Is like when when um, Jessica Chobot was out <laughs> all week, they had nothing but girls on, nothing but girls. But sometimes they have Damon host hosting it. That's sometimes so. But, yeah, which um, is cool, I think. And Bromley usually hosts it sometimes also, I notice. Hmm. Yeah, Damon hosts quite a bit. So, like, if it if it's not Jessica show by Damon, they're going to go with a girl. Oscar Bromley, from what I just heard. So, um, yeah. It's not going to be Bromley. It's, it's going to be somebody who's going to be a, just... I'm not, that, I'm not, that I, know, I, I know. I was just talking about the pe other people that they used, you know. Oh, okay. Um, but, um... Yeah, if it's not going to, like, um, I'm going to use on Hey Cherry, um, Sherry, you know. Hey Sherry, how you doing? Um, or Lisa Foyles. Uh, Any rhythms. 
So or the Nerds Against the World crew. Or the Nerds Against the World crew, which Desmond is suggesting, not me. So. You know what, I got your back, man. I got your back. Just saying. I learned how to stand in front of a camera for once. (laughs) Okay, um, that's it for the questions, guys. Thanks for sending them in. Um, We love y'all. Thanks for listening to the show. Um, Thanks, Pino, for coming on. Oh, my pleasure, boss. Um, Check out um, thegamerbuzz.com. Guys, do you have anything y'all want to say before we peace out? Nerds are just the world forever. Actually, I actually wanted to just say, you know, I I greatly appreciate, you know, uh, all the support and the good jobs and the keep goings that, you know, I'm getting from the MyIGN community. I mean, it's really a a wonderful thing to be able to walk in somewhere and say, hey, check out one of my articles for a different website. And they are completely and utterly supportive of it. So I wanted to say from the bottom of my heart, as black as it is, thank you so very much. It means the world to me. You're welcome, Tino. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, I guess this is it for the Babong Podcast. Thank you for tuning in for our episode today. Um, hope to see you guys next week. So thank you. Bye. Hello. Bye. Later. We speak in different languages now? Okay. (laughs) Okay, guys. Take care. Peace out. I mean nothing to y'all, but I can't get past level 23, so daylight I never saw, I wanna beat this level, mind, never mind, I'm staying inside of these walls, cause everybody's gonna make fun of me, and I ain't ever changing my draws, until I beat this level, mind, level, mind, yeah. never mind, uh, uh, I suck ass bad. Last name loser, first name season I'm like a broke 360, can't get no achievements Every game I play, my life bar's depleted I get less a chance of winning than Sony keeping secrets In the lobby talking shit to haters Ego They chomp me up like a hungry gator Tebow Microsoft get me fucking chumps Evil Played Uncharted, got hit with that pump Guido Hit the power button, I already know the outcome Falling off the train, can't get Drake up off the mountain Lose a line of champs, I can't seem to get around them Y'all be camping with a tent, I did it without one yeah. Nobody's on my friends list Cause I'm talking shit even though my record's winless I'ma keep filling up until my life is finished The wackest player of all time Y'all were there to witness Bitches. It may not mean nothing to y'all, but I can't get past level 23. So daylight I never saw. I wanna beat this level, mind of mine. I'm staying inside of these walls. Cause everybody's gonna make fun of me. And I ain't never changing my draws. Until I beat